You shouldn't have killed my mom and squished my Walkman. Welcome to the Sunday Movie Marathon. It's me, Max. It's me, not Max, but Chris. What? Darcy. Oh, baby, we're coming at you with a fucking one of the ones to end it all. Episode 121. It's going to be crazy. How are we today, guys? Yeah, vibing. Do you know what? I swear every week you say, how's it going? And Chris always goes, yeah. And then just feels like he has to follow up with like a It's a Friday. Friday vibes. It is true. This is actually like the first weekend I've quote unquote had off in a in a while, so to speak. Feeling good. Yeah, I'm feeling pretty good about it. Actually, no, I'm not. I'm not, actually. Trust you to turn the best situation into something horrendous and like a chore. I mean, Sunday will be nice, I think. Sunday will be nice. Sunday will be nice. Why? Because yeah. this episode comes out. Yeah. Yeah. No, why for real? Oh, because... Because that's not a real reason. Because I don't have... I don't actually have any plans on Sunday. I don't have to do anything. Oh, cool. I don't have to go anywhere. Can't remember a day I had. Do anything. Anything like that? Mm. Bygone days of the past, I don't remember. I don't even remember what it was like. Oh, what, just had to have a day to do nothing? Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, now that one. you mention it, yeah. Yeah, maybe. Mm. Nah. Then what would get done? Nothing. Oh, good point. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, so mm. Chris was going to talk about Mario, but he didn't want to. He's backed out of it like a... He backed out of it like, like a coward. It's bad. Like a, huh? It's Top bad. It's bad. Yeah. Oh, yeah. One of the better Illumination movies, but that doesn't say a lot because it's still cringe. No. I was... What does that song people sing? Peaches. Why? Is that good? No, it's awful. It's just like a catchy meme, so everyone's like, oh yeah, the Peaches yeah. one. I thought this was supposed to be good. This was supposed to be a good movie. Yeah, a lot of people are loving it. Yeah, like, mm. where, like when oh, I said to my... Oh, they finally make yeah, something good. I've said to my, my, uh, my friend Hannah turned to me and said, oh, I heard Chris has seen the Mario movie. What did he think of it? And I was like, he said it's shit. And she turned to me, looked me dead in the eyes and said, I hate him so much. <laughs> so, um, it was just cringe. It's because, right? It was cringe. <laughs> I, do you know what I think it is? Every single movie we've spoken about that we absolutely hate, she's really liked, like uh, Cruella and Shang-Chi, uh, just to name two. Um, I didn't hate Shang-Chi. It happens no. every time. My biggest problem with the Mario movie um, is it just moves too quickly. Yeah. It feels like... They had a script, like they had, a, yeah, they had a script, and they were like, "Oh, this is too long. How do we cut stuff out?" Chat and GPT, they just like cut this down. They just mm. chucked it in a shredder and just like glued a few pages together. Yeah. So it just like feels so <laughs> disjointed. It just like skips past really important details and just moves at like a million miles a second. I like genuinely thought it was like showing too fast. Oh yeah, didn't you say um, that it relies on you knowing? About Mario before you watch it. Oh uh, yeah, if you if you don't know anything about Mario, you'll probably have no clue what's going on. What's what's the know? That's what he's I was thinking, but <laughs> yeah, I don't know if there's little, like some sort he's of backstory. A little Italian plumber guy jumps on mushrooms. Yeah, yeah. Does it? He not... got like law. Yeah. Does it actually go into anything? Because I don't really know anything about him. Not really. It's more like um, the characters are like Princess Peach and like um, Bowser and stuff like that. They just kind of like, it's like playing like a game that's like the 
20th in the franchise where everything's already established and it's just going along as if you uh-huh. know everything already. Yeah, we don't need to set anything up. You know who Mario is. Yeah. That's, probably, that's probably what they were thinking. They were like, oh, it doesn't even matter. He's the, he's the guy. He's the Italian plumber. You know him. You've all played Mario Kart. You understand. That is true. Most people have played Mario Kart. Yeah. That there was is cool. a Mario Kart scene in the movie. Oh, I heard about that. Yeah. I feel like that all has fun. to be there, right? Where like all all like the good guys are like, we need to go to ba- to Bowser's kingdom to save Luigi, and they're all in carts for some reason. And Take on Me starts playing as they go along the Rainbow Road. Take on Me. Yeah. Wow. I think we've all learned something today. That I'll we have. Pre- How is Chris Pratt? Mm. Oh yeah, pretty shit. Oh. Does he do a really bad Italian American yeah. accent? Yeah. Yeah, he sounds like <laughs> a character from like Goodfellas. <laughs> Goodfellas is cool. I expect yeah. nothing less, though, because or like the Sopranos or something like that, where it's like really over the top, mm. almost it, like that, um, like pizza guy in The Simpsons. Oh right, but like, is Mario actually meant to be Italian, or is he Italian American? Okay. Uh, now you got Charlie Day <laughs> just doing his normal voice. He didn't even try. <laughs> Great. <laughs> wait, so well, wait, he's Luigi though, isn't he? Yeah. How does that work then? Is Luigi like Mario, just, but different? Yeah, just not Italian. It's like Mario, but green. Sound sound greener. Yeah, but That's he just has his normal voice. Well, I love that though. Like respect to it. Like, <laughs> well, you do. It actually, kind of suits Luigi to be fair. Whereas Mario just sounds really weird. These guys are not voice actors, you know. No, no, that's the problem. They need to kind of, I mean, Hollywood in general need to stop doing this just because yeah. they know. It will feel a lot of like big names like yeah, Seth Rogen and Jordan it. Peele and or yeah. maybe I can't remember it's Jordan Peele or Key. key. I think it's uh, Key. Uh, maybe. Is, it, is it one of them or both of them? It's one of them. Then it's Key. That is true. Mm-hmm. No, that, that there's that, there must be some sort of like scientific reasoning behind that. What? That if it's that one they chose, of them. Yeah, yeah, like if, if it's just one of them. They probably chose Key because like, he was free. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, yeah, if, it, if it's just one of them, it's got to be right because Peel's too busy making <coughs> movies and Peel's too busy making the next banger. Yeah, yeah. Anya Taylor Joy is Peach. She's all right. Yeah, you Jack can't Black's really tell it, who it is. Just mm. fair enough. She's fine. Jack Black is actually really good. He's like clearly having a really good time with it. He's probably he's like the best bit of the movie because he's like wow. you can tell he's like having a great time. Yeah, but he loves that kind of shit, doesn't he? Yeah, like, he's a yeah. huge Mario yeah. fan. You see him at that. That press event or whatever where he was dressed up as Bowser. Yeah. That was That's incredible. Why well, that just that just gave me like these horrible flashbacks to the, the Gala Met thing. The Met Gala. Yeah, where uh, Jared Leto is dressed as a giant cat. Mm. Yeah, yeah. I don't know why I that just that. reminded me of that. Yeah. Wasn't sure what to think of that. It's so, something to do with the theme of the Met Gala mm. about Carl Furries. Carl Lagerfeld, isn't it? Yeah. Good, what? The designer. Wow. Some German guy, I think. Say oh. I know who that is. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't know. I don't know why I said that. Like so, like I know who he is, but I didn't expect a brewery or something. Oh god, <laughs> Carlsberg Lagerfeld. But yeah, was... Mario movie. No, no, no. no cool. Did you say no, 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 no? And you thought we'd have nothing to talk about? Man. Yeah. Well, what better you... than Minions: Rise of Gru, though. Are you Are uh, you gonna rate it out of peaches, please? Uh, um, two, two peaches out of ten. All right, there we go. I just really wanted to hear him say peaches because I know he hates it. You hate the word peaches. Yeah, he does now. That's someone has peach since. Yeah, <laughs> it's traumatized me. 
I thought I thought call me by your name would be the one to do it. Nope. Oh my god. <laughs> if anything, I was thirsty of the features. <laughs> but that's all right. No. Thanks, Mario. Thanks, Chris Pratt. Um yeah. he was Bacon in Earth. he was in another movie that we saw recently. Me and Chris at least. Darcy didn't. Uh too busy. It? Too busy. Uh the new Guardians of the Galaxy movie. Oh. Directed by James Gunn, director of those other ones, and some more. Uh, starring Chris Pratt as the main Guardians of the Galaxy in the first one. But then they were like, what if it was about mm. these other guys also? So it's about, you know, the raccoon in this one. And it's, the, it's two and a half hours long, and not a second is wasted. This one's actually good. They it made doesn't a bunch feel like it at all. No, no, it doesn't. It made, they made a bunch of shit. Uh, not the Guardians of the Galaxy movies, it's just Marvel. Um, and then they were like, oh, here you go, have Guardians of the Galaxy 3. And they're like, yeah, we're back on it now. We're back. See, the MCU is good again. But it's, it's not because of that. It's, it's because of James Gunn, I think. And because oh, yeah, he definitely. knew what he was doing. Yeah, for me, it's like, I'd already like kind of sworn off the MCU, but like this was like the one I was looking forward to, mm-hmm. and now it's out. I'm like, okay, cool. I don't have to watch any more of these. Oh my god! Yeah, yeah, I don't think I will. I didn't watch those other ones. Was it Ant Man? Quantum yeah, Black Panther. Black Panther. Yeah, Is that yeah. It? I've not seen Eternals. Oh, Eternals was great. Yeah. You should watch that. <laughs> <laughs> I was just thinking about that poster for the Eternals that had just like. Uh, oh, what the random man? Some on guy on it. <laughs> it was like Kamel's <laughs> sidekick. Yeah. Um. This one, I don't know what you thought about like the overall tone, but I found it to be very. It's it's very strange and like a weird departure from most of the Marvel movies mm. I've seen. But I kind of welcomed it because it felt like it actually had stakes. Yeah. It felt like when things happened to the characters, you were like, "Oh no, not the characters." <laughs> it starts off. And like Will Poulter comes in because he's you know the the golden god Adam, uh, warlock whatever he's called. Yeah, and then they send after him. That scene like it just starts and it just comes in immediately, and you know full spoilers for Guardians of the Galaxy three if you haven't seen it yet. What who cares? Just go and see it. What are you doing? Everybody who wants to see it has seen it already. So he comes in. He's like. And he just beats the shit out of everyone. I'm like, <laughs> this is really violent. <laughs> this is like, the hits feel, like, palpable. Whereas in the other ones, bar like maybe that new Spider-Man one, that felt quite real in terms of, like, when, when you saw characters being hit, it felt like they were being hit. In this one, it felt like they were being hit. And then when, like, the whole thing kind of hinges on, like, oh, he hit Rocket a bit too hard, and now he's dying, and it's all about Rocket. Um, I was like, Dig it, damn, he's like clearly learned uh, a bit from like doing the Suicide Squad. Yeah, and, like knowing what to show in a twelve-rated movie that still feels weirdly violent. Yeah, he like really stretches like the limit of that rating. Mm-hmm. Drop the first M, like the first <laughs> F bomb in the MCU. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> <Ugh>. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. What is happening? Yeah. You heard what he said, right? I'm not. I was. I, d- I, d- I slipped d- up and said M bomb. Oh, I thought. You, okay. <clears throat> yeah, he says the F bomb. He says, 
says fuck. Chris Pratt says fuck. Um, that was good. Actually, got a laugh out of me. Yeah, um, I was like, what the fuck? Yeah, where did that come from? <laughs> fucking hell! <laughs> People crying on the internet, like, oh, you used it. <laughs> no, <laughs> but I felt like tone-wise, it was it was going for like it's still like a comedy, ultimately, but it's also like this weird dr- drama yeah. about like animal abuse, and I was like, what? This is weird, but I appreciate them going for that because it is like this is something different. I want something different from these movies at this point. Yeah, definitely. I don't like what they've been doing with their more consistent movies. I don't really think they're all that interesting to watch. Mm. But this one, it's like sad. Yeah. Like weirdly sad. Yeah, I think James Gum, he was like heavily inspired by like his um, like turn to becoming a vegetarian. Mm. And like you can see that a lot in this movie. Yeah, definitely. What about the animal abuse and abusing the animals? Did you like uh, Rocket's like uh, little animal family? Oh, that was horrible. I think like every time they're on screen, I was crying. It was horrible. (laughs) I didn't look around to see who else was crying. I didn't cry, but I was like nearly there. Fucking, you can't get me like this. You can't just like show animals being horrendously abused. It was Um, like that scene where they're all laying on the floor, like coming up with each other's names that like really killed me. I think it was, um, what got me or what would have got me was when they all got, weren't they? Spoilers, when they all died. <laughs> yeah, that was really sad. He just, like, starts crying. I was like, oh, my God, what the fuck? You can't do this. He's a good villain as well to, like, do that with. Oh, he's such a good villain. Probably the best one in recent memory. That, yeah, I'd say one of, like, the best in the entire MCU. If I discount, like, the ones from the Spider-Man movies, where they just pulled a bunch of yeah. villains from other movies. Yeah, he was really good. <laughs> What's his name? I don't even remember. But he had this like fucking Robocop pull faced vibe going to him. They were clearly going. Th- I think they reference Robocop. Yeah, well. they do. He's like the Grand Inquisitor, I think it is. Yeah, yeah. He was good. You really fucking hated him because he yeah. just abused a bunch of animals. <laughs> I guess that's like an easy cop out. You're like, yeah, and this guy abuses animals. But he still puts on a good performance, if you understand, like why he's uh, a bastard. <laughs> and he actually like has like reasons why he's doing what he's doing it's not like mm. i'm evil i want to take over the world yeah i watched the the other two recently as well and the first the first one with ronan he's just like that blue guy in the yeah. first guardians of the galaxy movie he's got nothing going on no not really he has nothing going on nothing to him whatsoever even kurt russell in the second one doesn't have loads going on well i liked i liked him a lot yeah i like him <clears throat> He, d- he does have the same, like, and I'm going to take over everything. Yeah. But he, they go at it from a pretty interesting v- viewpoint, in my opinion. But yeah, it felt like everyone was, like, really enjoying cinema as well. And it's like, it definitely has that wider appeal, because it's Guardians But I wonder who, like, got out of it, and they were like, I don't like that, that was sad. Yeah, probably a lot of people. Yeah. <laughs> That's not what I thought I was going to get into. What the hell? It made me upset. Yeah. I don't like being upset. I think overall it just feels like a lot more mature than mm. the other two. Like yeah. Especially like in the like comedy department. Like I love those other two movies, but a lot of the humour can be quite like silly and almost mm. childish at points. Marvel humour. Yeah. Mm. Whereas this one, it like feels much more like well written and thought out and mm-hmm. definitely much more mature, I think. 
It probably came off of like the Suicide Squad and was like, see how well that did. Yeah. Everybody really liked that. And it's not babies and children going to this, these movies you know, primarily, I don't think. I think, you know, we're adults and we go, <laughs> we're a bunch of adults in the cinema. So why not cater to them just a little bit? Because they're your numbers. Mm. You know? What did you think of um, the soundtracks? Obviously, the music's a big part of these movies. Oh, I loved it. Yeah. I, I've got to look that up, actually. What was in the soundtrack? Because... I thought it was very good. From, oh, there's a lot memory. of great songs. Like, it starts off with um, Creep by Radiohead, oh, which was actually used that. really well. Um, <laughs> I wish that was like, Chris is going to cream. <laughs> I don't even really cream. like that song that <laughs> yeah. much, but it was used in a really well, like, good way. Yeah, yeah. but it apparently it's made a resurgence, that song, yeah. hasn't it? Um, Do You Realise by uh, The Flaming Lips was played at one point, and that's a great mm. song. Um, Mostly Till Brooklyn. Yeah, that was great. That was used very well. Yeah, my favourite one's Dog Days Are Over at the end. That was so good. That was brilliant. I was like, holy shit, Florence and the Machine song. That was like, I was so into that album when it came out. Yeah, yeah that was a great Desperately one. into so it. So good. Just hearing that song come on at like a point of massive triumph and they basically have like a, it ends with like a dance sequence. <laughs> it was yeah. like, that's not how I thought this would end, but I really enjoy it. <laughs> Alice Cooper in there, Faith No More, We Care A Lot. I fucking yeah, love yeah, that. that was great. That was so, that was probably the best use. That or uh, Dog Days Are Over, I thought it was like really good. I felt like I was the only one going, oh my fucking God, it's Faith No More. Yeah. <laughs> Guardians of the Galaxy movie. It was awesome. Yeah, really good music. Um, what, do you, what do we think of like the return of Gamora as a character? I thought this could go one or two ways. Yeah, I thought they handled it really well. Like, I think um, he kind of got dealt a bit of a shit hand the way they like basically took that character and like gave her this arc mm. in like other movies. But I think he did a really good job of like adapting to that and creating something completely different out of it. Yeah, who knows what they would have, what he would have done with a yeah, the character. We just won't know. They kind of do a really good job of like making almost like this breakup mm. arc of like him yeah, trying yeah. to get over her. That was sad. Yeah, it come, with it comes a lot of comedy, I think, but it's also like, oh man, we just see this character grow over the course of two movies, well, three basically, and then she's like ripped away. Which is somewhat different now. I don't know. I like the, how they kind of ended it as well. There wasn't like a reconciliation in the sense that like now she remembers or yeah, now she, was, she was a completely different person. I was worried that they were going to like force them to get together and she'd like they'd like pretend like nothing had happened. But mm-hmm. I thought they did a really good job of them kind of accepting mm-hmm. and moving on. Yeah, I like that kind of thing at the end of that Spider-Man movie as well. It was like you think it's going to go one way and they'll fix everything, but actually. It doesn't really fix it. Sometimes I don't want a movie to completely fix everything, and I want characters to end like yeah somewhere vastly different to where they began. That's that's an arc, you know. But I th- I think the the way they end, I think they they're not doing any more of these. I think that's the last one. Yeah, I think um, Marvel are planning on doing a Star Lord film mm. or something with him in it. But yeah, you see the post credits. Um, no, I watched the first one, but not the second one. First one where it's like all of them on the planet, oh, right. like fighting the new baddies. Yeah, the second one, if you don't mind me spoiling it. Yeah, so, no, I know what happens. Yeah, he basically goes back to Earth, sees his uh, grandfather, and uh, they just like eat cereal or whatever. And then it says Star Lord will return. I was like, oh, he'll, he will return. Okay. Usually it will say Guardians of the Galaxy will return. Yeah. But it's just him, so I guess they'll do his own thing. I'm fine with that. Yeah. I like I Chris think... Pratt, Pratt in the role. Yeah. Yeah, I do as well. I don't think James Gunn's involved anymore. Obviously, he's doing all the DC stuff mm-hmm. from now. We'll see what they do with it then. 
Maybe if it's not him, then it won't be as good. But yeah, I'm kind of cautious. Yeah, a bit trepidatious, but we'll we'll see. I'll probably see that. It depends who's directing it as well. Yeah. If it is, you know, it's a film and not like a TV series. I don't think they've really said what it's going to be. So knowing it might be a show. Yeah, knowing them, it probably will be a show. Well, in which case, I definitely won't watch it. No, no point. I haven't been keeping up with those shows. Has anyone? Fucking whatever they're doing these days. I've no idea. Yeah. You got anything more to say on Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three? Um, not off the top of my head. No. Do you like? Oh, fuck. Sorry. I might as well just like reel a bunch of shit that I like. You like that hallway scene where they do that that one shot and they're all fucking. Yeah, that was fun. Killing everything. Oh, so good. So fucking good. And I like uh, Will Poulter as uh, Adam. As yeah, well. he was really good. Who I thought was going to be like the main villain because they tease him at the yeah. end of the second one. Um, but he's kind of like just this guy who doesn't really know what's going on. He's just been pointed, pointed at the Guardians as kind of a weapon by Elizabeth Debicki. Um, but I like his arc and sort of what he goes through. I think he ends up in a very satisfying place by the end of it. He kind of yeah, redeems he- himself. Um, but he's a funny guy, Will Poulter. Yeah, yeah. I, really, I like really like him as well. Yeah, great character. Great character. I hope I see more of him, but so I don't know what they could really do with him. Um, I like what we got of him in this movie, but he's got he's got charisma, doesn't he? Yeah, he's got charisma. <sighs> so, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three, the new one. What are we going to rate it out of? Um, raccoons. Cool. Thanks, Rocket. Yeah. Thanks, Bradley Cooper. <laughs> Fucking doing a real one. Yeah. I, um, yeah, I love these Guardians of the Galaxy movies. They're like by far my favourite stuff in the MCU. Rocket's like my favourite character as well, so to see him get like basically his own movie was really great. Thought he did a fantastic job of closing it all up. Quite possibly my favourite MCU movie. Um, I'll have to watch it again. Maybe I'll feel differently on the second time, but I think I'm feeling like a really strong like nine raccoons out of ten. Yeah. I'm right there with you. Nine raccoons out of ten. I think it might be the best one in the MCU. Although, I, yeah, again, I'd have to watch it again. It's like up there with the second one. For yeah. Me. They're both really good. Great um, movies. And the first one's really good as well. Despite its kind of low bar villain. But, you know, they get past that, I think. Um, yeah. And in this one, they're firing on all cylinders. So, like, what's not to love? Uh, great. That's, that's that one, then. What else do you want to talk about? I don't know. We're just getting into the marathon. Don't think there's anything else really, is there? Let's get into the marathon. Um, we did a marathon. <laughs> a real one this time. Will we watch them all in one go? Uh, we, we did a free-for-all. Uh, so we just picked some movies and we watched them. And they were Rushmore, Camera Person, and E.O. E-I-E-I-O. What? What was Rushmore about, Chris? You picked that one. Tell us. Yeah. So Rushmore, um, directed by Wes Anderson from 1998, films about a um, young teenager called Max who um, falls in love with a first grade teacher at his school. Um, At the same time, he becomes friends with um, the father of two of his schoolmates who also grows feelings for her, grows this like weird love triangle sort of thing a lot of rivalries going on a lot of crazy shit yeah Yeah. good movie good movie good Wes Anderson one Uh, one of his early ones I guess 
uh, seen it once before, thought maybe my opinion would change. Probably liked it a bit more this time around. I think it's a good movie. Um, I like, you know, Jason Schwartzman mm. as like the guy, the main guy, Max, kind of a dick the whole time. But by the end, he learns, hmm, maybe that's maybe I shouldn't be a dick. And he has his whole dick arc. <laughs> The way he does. Yeah, I, I fucking love this movie so much. It's mm-hmm. like one of my favourite Wes Anderson movies. It's only his second movie, but you can tell he's like kind of really coming into his own as a director. Mm-hmm. He like very early on, he's like working with a lot of his regulars for the first time, like Bill Murray and mm-hmm. like Jason Schwartzman. Um I think so like, young. Yeah. Yeah, and he's like a teenager yeah. in it. But like I think visually he's like doing a lot of really interesting creative stuff that in his debut bottle rocket, he didn't really do. You can just kind of tell he's like trying to like find this unique voice that he's got, and I think he does a great job of like experimenting and kind of honing it. Yeah, they talk like people in this movie. Yeah, <laughs> in his later ones, maybe they don't all that much. Yeah, I think um, this is one of the ones that was co-written by Owen Wilson. I think when mm-hmm. he stopped writing with Owen Wilson, that's when it became a bit bit like more what you would expect from him. Yeah, I think he's doing. He's definitely coming into his own in this, whereas, you know, you've got, like, the, the central frame of everything that's been very meticulous in, in terms of the mise-en-scene and people talk. Well, so I don't know. They're, they're definitely, um, like, more so in his later movies where they talk very, like, they're just, like, reeling off a list of things. Um, but in this, you get more, like, a character and, like, these people kind of exist a bit more. Um, or, like, you could, these, pe- these are people you can meet in real life. Yeah. Whereas I don't think that too much about uh, more of his later stuff. Yeah, like French Dispatch or something. No one really feels like a character. They just kind of all feel like an extension of his writing and his style. Yeah, that's sort of what they were going for in that though. Yeah, well. yeah, it works. Yeah. I'm not saying it's like a problem. It's just, yeah, a different style of filmmaking, I think. Mm-hmm. What did you think of it, Darcy? You've been very quiet. I know, I, d- I don't know. I've just been staring at the works website for ages because i had to update it today and i don't know why but it just completely threw me off the fact that we were actually talking to each other yes like i know it's, it's 1996 i'm putting the laptop away um well um so i've seen it before Who and hasn't? i think i like I've, i think i liked it more this time around than the first time but i think it's because it's it's this is the debut in it the no. the first one the his first second one? movie oh okay yeah, yeah, Bottle Rocket, oh, yeah, that's yeah. his first one. Um, I mean, it's definitely, he definitely comes into his own uh, within like these next couple of movies and stuff. And I don't know, I, feel, I think it does set like the sort of tone of a Wes Anderson movie, which I quite enjoy. And uh, not to mention, I keep thinking about Brand New every time I, I see this movie now. So I, I like that and hate that at the same time. Yeah, way. there's that line, Sick Transit Gloria, Glory Fade, which the band Brand New named a song after. We've also got... Um, Tell that Mickey made my list of things to do today, which is a Fallout Boy song. Yeah, it's <laughs> that's great. <laughs> I, I, I think I, I think that I, I like the film a lot actually because it has like similar themes to like kind of like more gross-ish films, you know, like a licorice pizza and stuff, where like mm-hmm. it's icky, weird. Why it's a bit weird. Yeah, yeah. why would you want to do that kind of thing? But um. She shoots them down constantly. Yeah, that's, that's, that's what I like about she it, though. She wants to be completely platonic because like, she does, like, she likes them. There's some, yeah. there's some sort of awareness to all of this, right? Like, <laughs> just what I appreciate. 
but yeah. Uh, because he I thinks mean, he's yeah. a bit too big for his boots. Did you get Maybe those kids cocky, like, when you were in school, they thought they were the teacher's friend? Yeah. Because they were like, they felt like they were really mature. Yeah. He's like one of those. Yeah, he comes across to me as someone who's like, <coughs> he acts like he's mature because he's, you know, quite smart. And, mm. Yeah. You know Doesn't what I mean? Like, like extracurriculars. Yeah. like He's he, not that smart. Well, because he, no, he doesn't study, I mean, but he's like smart in terms of like, He'll do a bunch of stuff outside of school. He's part of all these extracurriculars and the president of all these extracurriculars. Yeah, like activities. he's he's got those like sort of skills that you would kind of admire. Yeah, in he's someone a of that age as well. Yeah, he's he's pretty. Yeah, pretty I think much he's a like leader, a very but... intelligent person, but he doesn't apply himself in no, that sort th- of way because it doesn't interest him. I th- I, th- yeah. I think that um start, like the whole character though is kind of like yeah he's got all these all these like great qualities and stuff. But he, he, he seems like he's mature, but he's not mature. Like he's very immature. Yeah. And he's... I understand he's only how old is he? Fifteen. Yeah. Is that how yeah, old he yeah. Was? Like, and it shows, right? Mm-hmm. Like I know. I I think that's kind of the whole point. Is like, oh, this is this is this smart guy who like can't apply himself because he's always getting in trouble and he's got kicked out of school and then he rebels and does all this other kind of teenage shit that teenagers do. And he's like, oh, I'm so mature. I could totally be with this, like, 35-year-old woman who totally loves me. And it's, like, delusional. But I, I kind of like it in a weird way because mm. it's very reminiscent of, let's be honest, we were all kind of like that ourselves when we were younger, or at least I certainly fucking was. Mm. Like, I thought, older than we were. Yeah. yeah, like, I thought I was, like... No, I'm very mature for my age. Yeah. If you're 15 years old and you're saying, I'm very mature for my age... You're not. You're not. No. Yeah. <laughs> But that's the thing, you, you don't learn that until you're much older, mm-hmm. don't, don't you? Because you, you, you're almost like set in your ways at that point. Well, not set in your ways, but like because you're younger, you haven't developed the skills yeah. to realise that you're stupid at that age, right? And like don't you, let adults yeah. tell you that you're mature for your age. Because no. <laughs> that is a red flag. Yeah, that's really, that's really weird, like uh, grooming type behaviour. Yeah. Um, I think he's just like a very, like, very cocky, kind of angsty sort mm. of teenager. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but who won't? I guess. Like he's kind, he's he. It's it's weird because he's relatable in the same amounts that he's not relatable. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Like there are loads of people who are never president of a extra. Most people didn't even go to the extra. No. I, I never, yeah, I never no, joined I never anything. I, I think I did basketball up until I was about twelve, and then I never went ever again. So like, uh, yeah, I didn't apply myself enough. Oh, neither did I, but. Well, I, I, I did like gymnastics and drama oh, dr- for a fair, fairly long time. Drama is But that's like, something. that's it, I think. Mm. Nah, I was just I don't told. do any of that shit now. Yeah, I was, I was just always told that I had potential, quote unquote. Oh, God. Yeah, like. Dreaded word. Yeah, the, and I'm like. Dreaded. Ah. Well, yeah, it's just, it's just one of those, isn't it? Like, mm-hmm. I don't know, it, it is one of those films that is kind of relatable, but then that's kind of why I love and hate uh high school quote-unquote movies because yeah. there's like oh, there's a fine line yeah, it has to be done right it makes you cringe a little bit as well because then it takes you back to a time where you're like yeah. oh if only i could just shake myself and mm-hmm. say that i was a prick i think this is one of the best of its kind because it's not like trying to it's quite follow the, like yeah it's not mm. trying to follow the standard like high school stuff that you'd expect it's, it's, it's no, like formula yeah, yeah. It's, it's no american pie is it <laughs> no but it is it is very relatable in a sense that's like you, I don't think that I relate to like him as a character. No, or what no he's no. doing. But we were all in school. 
and we all went through these yeah. sorts of things. Yeah, that's what at I mean. Point or yeah, another. Exactly. yeah, it's like that's why I that's what I meant by he's relatable, but he's also not relatable. Yeah. Like we were all fifteen once, but mm. not all of us were like this. Kid. Yeah, I think that's kind of why he's like one of my favorite characters in a Wes Anderson movie. And I think a lot of that mm. just stems down to the fact that I can like. I can picture myself seeing, like, feeling a lot of the things he's feeling and feeling mm-hmm. that same, like, sense of rebellion and kind of not wanting to be, like, follow down, like, the scholastic sort of curriculum that they expect that. you to, kind of wanting to do my own shit. Yeah. <laughs> that was quite the word to pull out. Yeah. Scholastic. scholastic. It reminds me of those books, yeah. you know, the scholastic yeah. books. Nerd! <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you are like him. How yeah. dare you not read I probably the use it in key. the wrong context as well. No, no, it's there. Nah, Biff and the school? Magic Keywords. Scholastic. Yeah, scholastic. Do you know what? I'm after you can throw word. the word academic out of the window. Yeah, scholastic. Yeah, that probably would have been a better word. Yeah, that, don't worry about it. Yeah. You use the right one. I was like, I should spend more time trying to score chicks. It's not my forte, <laughs> unfortunately. There's a lot of good lines. Yeah. There are great, some great lines. I guess we both have dead people in our families. Mm. <laughs> what happened to your face? I got punched in the face. What's your excuse? Sus. <laughs> Uh, Some of that stuff. That that. <laughs> I saved Latin. What did you ever do? <laughs> it's like one of the best ones. There's that line that um, friend of the podcast Kai loves. Anytime I bring up this movie, he quotes it. Where he's like, they're like, we're on a like dinner date accidentally with like Luke Wilson, mm. and like he's wearing <laughs> OR scrubs, and he says that they're OR scrubs, and Max goes, "Oh, are they?" <laughs> and it just starts That's laughing. Good. Hell. That is that is. <laughs> I didn't pick up on that. That's, That's how good it was. <laughs> yeah. She flies over the radar. I really like uh, Bill Murray in this as well. Oh uh, yeah, he's really the first great. time he's worked with Wes Anderson. I think he pulls it out of the bag. He's like a really good character, uh, mm. Mr. Bloom. Uh, he's very lonely. I think. Yeah, he's like going through a midlife crisis. He is fucking going through it. Yeah. He hates his kids. He likes this one kid is who's like his only friend, and he's in love with his teacher <laughs> it's just like he goes through this like really lonely arc where mm. by the end i think he's a bit more mm. uh put together or he's trying to get there yeah she's my rushmore that's my favorite line in the whole movie i like that line yeah it's so good I'm i a get little a little teary eyed every time he says it yeah i like that one i'm a little bit lonely these days yeah like, yeah man i like how it takes a lot to admit that as well i do so like the fact like, that it comes unhinged mm. <laughs> it's completely fucked yeah. up yeah it's like lines like that that you can really tell. It's like the same guy did Royal Tenenbaums. Mm-hmm. You know, like I love that scene where he like jumps into the pool as well. He just like goes onto the diving board, yeah. and jumps in, and stays in. Like yeah. Rocket Man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He just sits at the bottom of the pool. I really like that scene. Actually, I like. He does a lot of weird shit, to be honest. Who? Where's that? Uh, no, like oh. Bloom as a character. Oh, Bill yeah. Murray. Where he's like, what is that where like we he he like approaches. Uh, is it the teacher or someone in like a playground or something? And he talks to her a bit, and he like walks yes, away in, towards the trees, and then he starts running towards <laughs> the trees. <laughs> yeah, it's such a weird. It's framed so well that couldn't you couldn't the comedy is in how it's framed and how he how he's running. You couldn't like follow him with the camera because that wouldn't. Yeah, like the the fact that it's like stock still, the frame is still. That's, that's what makes. That's it, right? why. I, imbues it with the comedy and i think yeah he's like really good at putting comedy in 
Wes Anderson, he's really good at putting comedy in, uh, where it maybe wouldn't have been comedic if he hadn't framed it exactly how he framed it, or like, yeah, if he had, if it hadn't sounded exactly how it sounded. He is a master of visuals, I think. That's like probably his strongest suit. Obviously, like that film directed by Wes Anderson, AI things like all over the internet at the moment, like loads of different things. Is it? What the yeah. Like different films and like people have like put it, put films into AI and said if it was directed by Wes Anderson. Oh, oh. yeah. That, those, and it's that, just like, like all like characters, like just symmetrically framed, yeah. staring at the camera and shit. I was shit. thinking of mm. the TikTok. Yeah, it's on TikTok as well. It's on Twitter. I just just Googled Wes Anderson AI and it came up with the top story. uh, Police stop using AI to make (laughs) Wes Anderson parodies. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It's got to that stage. I think like one of his staple things is like, like the AI things keep showing like that very like static sort of look. Mm -hmm. But I love how in this film and um, a lot of his other ones, he like every once in a while will cut to like handheld like shaky cam to like really add tension and it's such like a subtle switch that you probably wouldn't notice unless you're like really looking out for it Mm -hmm. but it like does such a good job of like subconsciously adding so much tension to the scene yeah like when they start throwing eggs at max yeah (laughs) girl that was tense (laughs) that's a great scene You yeah. are a trespasser. <laughs> yeah, like a good example of him using it in other movies, like Royal Tenenbaums during that that final climax where like um, Ben Stiller's chasing Owen Wilson around this house. Oh yeah, he's good at that, man. Yeah, he is good at it. I do like him. <laughs> he's a good one. Uh, every mm. time like he interacted with uh, that girl, because he go he like gets expelled. Because he's so shit. <laughs> and he does like weird shit with a teacher. Um, is that why he was expelled? Why was he expelled? No, because... Because his grades sucked, dong. I thought it was because he was trying to make an aquarium in the middle of the baseball yeah, field. Yeah, that right, was right. why, yeah. You made, you made an aquarium, you tried to make an aquarium <laughs> on the baseball field. And he Get was like, we, he's like, we're going to relocate yeah. the bas- uh, baseball field 300 yards yeah. away. And then he goes like, to this... Uh, public school, and the only person who's nice to him because he doesn't make any she he like, really pushes doesn't, away. Man. Was it Margaret Yang? Yeah, mm. she just like keeps persisting. Like, let's hang out, let's do something. I don't know, like, we could be friends. And he's like, No, I've got to go, go back to Rushmore. You, you guys suck. This place <laughs> sucks, <laughs> <laughs> but I'm gonna turn it around for you. <laughs> oh, he's, yeah, he's, weird. <laughs> he's a weird one. But we all knew people like that. (laughs) We all knew weirdos like that. I like his friend as well, the little kid who he gives a a haircut to. Yeah, how old was his friend? Because I was like, yeah, like ten or something. (laughs) But I didn't pick up on that until like way into the movie. I was like, wait a minute, this kid looks like he's about nine years Mm. old. What is going on? I really like the Scottish bully. Oh, he's he's really funny. Because of an M. Yeah, 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 what a cool guy. Where all he wanted really was to be in one of his plays. Yeah. Oh, I like that where at the end where he's like, I always wanted to be in one of your shit plays. That's really cute. <laughs> yeah, it's good. <laughs> this whole movie I just find so like sweet and wholesome. It's like one of my comfort movies. Mm. Like anytime I'm feeling really shit, it just like picks me up. Yeah, it's a bad day movie. I think. Yeah, definitely. I really love the music as well. It like perfectly inc- like follows the very angsty like rebellious nature of the movie um mm-hmm. or at least the character of max 
they use a lot of like British invasion music from like the sixties, and it like really has this like great like rebellious tone. I think. Yeah, definitely. He's definitely like someone who I think feels a need to rebel, but only because he's quite insecure in himself as a person. Yeah. Yeah, he obviously is, especially like when he's always lying about what his dad does for yeah, a living as well. My dad is a hero. Yeah. No, he's not. <laughs> he cuts hair, and that's fine. But it, like, I think it becomes really obvious though when, um, when yeah, when he goes to dinner and he's like, "Oh, yeah. what are you wearing?" He's like, "These are OR scrubs," and it's like, you should know oh, that if your yeah, <laughs> <laughs> if your dad was a neurosurgeon, you would have seen them before. Yeah, he gave up the game. Mm, sadly, he did. He did. Maybe his dad didn't bring his home work home with him. Didn't want him to know. Maybe not. About the horrors. He's a barber by day, OR surgeon by night. Oh, are he? <laughs> oh, are he? <laughs> Indeedy. I like how um, every once in a while they'll just show like the film transitioning to a different month with like these curtains with the month name on it. I kind of mm. found That's that fun. annoying. I found, yeah, I don't know what if I like that. Yeah, I, I think I, it's quite quirky. The only thing yeah. I, it's quirky, but I don't know what it added really. Like, the only thing I didn't really like about it was, like, how off-centre all the writing was. Like, Uh-oh. every single time, it just drove me I think insane. it makes sense. Like, yeah. a big part of the movie is, like, how much he loves the theatre. Like, curtains, mm. theatre. Yeah, but why did the writing have to be so off-hand? Because it was on curtains, and the curtains moved. But speaking of which, he had the most beautiful handwriting I've ever seen of any human being. Mm. I know, obviously, yeah. it probably wasn't his actual handwriting, but... Not the point. No. Still beautiful. I do appreciate some nice handwriting. Yeah, I know. A little bit of calligraphy goes a long way. Maybe that's something to practice. Yeah, it maybe. It really is. Like, it, the, oh, bad handwriting is just do- for doctors and for people who can't write. Just to all the doctors out there, bad handwriting is not for you. <laughs> they always have bad don't handwriting. Don't think that. But it's quite funny. Yeah, I don't know. I'd have to go to a doctor. Oh. Well, they have really terrible I don't know, like, I feel, Yeah, I don't even... Any time I've been to a doctor, I don't think they've written anything down. No. It's all like done on a computer nowadays. Yeah. Because they knew all their handwriting <laughs> yeah, sucked. Because <laughs> no one can read Print out it. your prescription on, yeah, on the printer. They, can, they ain't going to write it. Nobody's going to understand yeah. what it means. That's one of, the, one of the tests to see if you can become a doctor. Yeah, you, your handwriting has to be like, like piss really terrible. Bad. Is it legible? No, you got the job. You're in. <laughs> You're in. <laughs> Welcome to the world of medicine. Sometimes I wonder if that's just because obviously they have like a lot of people to see, so they're just writing so quickly mm. that the handwriting is just obsolete. But yeah. it's like a massive meme, isn't it? Like you see all these like memes of like yeah. people taking the piss out of doctors' handwriting because it's so bad. You like Dirk was the kickback. Do you? Like, I like, I really yeah. like the uh, the scene where like he writes Max a letter in crayon, basically yeah. telling him that. Uh, Bloom was having an affair with the teacher. <laughs> it was so yeah, funny. Was but it was one. like so like because he's trying to speak like an adult. It's yeah. like it has that that comedic edge to it, where like a child is talking like an adult. It's weird. And written in crayon. It's written in crayon. Well. Yeah, <laughs> really good. How much money did they give him like at the end to make his play? That was high budget stuff. In it, what yeah. was it's like that going all through about? a war? Jesus. Jesus. Fair play to him. In it, that he God. he took that budget and he didn't waste a single penny. That play is really great. It actually it's is. So funny. I don't understand any of it. They gave that guy more money to make that play than they do the writers in the, the Writers Guild of America. Yeah, that is true. <laughs> Topical reference. Yeah, there we go. I had to put it in somehow. Yeah. 
<laughs> just shoehorn that. Keep in. striking, guys. You're no nearly way. there. Good for them. Yeah, I hope that didn't come off as disingenuous. Like, keep doing it. Yeah. <laughs> I can, oh, I can to... stomach having no movies for what, like a year. We have year to disclaim if that. <laughs> <laughs> if they get paid, you know. Yeah, so much of them playing on. We got anything else to add to this one, or did he ever make to... that aquarium? No. Oh. Uh, no, he did. What? He did. What? But. Oh yeah, no, 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 yeah, he did. He got Bloom to open it because he wanted to get the the teacher. Yeah, he, he wanted her to see oh, it. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah, and she didn't did show up. Yeah. yeah, he spent like nearly all his money. He spent like millions on it. Oh man. Oh yeah, because he was like, oh, I spent this many millions on it, and they're like, that's why you're a quitter or something yeah. like that. <laughs> so stupid. I really love um, that sequence where they're like basically just pulling pranks on each other. Oh, God. That's such a funny bit. That was so good. Just this old man and a, a teenage boy playing yeah, pranks on each other. I was like, what are you doing? It's a little bit weird, doesn't it? Like, escalates to him cutting the brakes on his car. Yeah, oh, my God. Like, what are you doing here? He was like, oh, I was hoping if you stood there, that tree would fall on you. He was like, well, <laughs> He was like, that not. would have killed me. <laughs> that would have killed me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then the tree falls over. Oh, man. So good. <laughs> That's good stuff. And the end of brake cutting on his car. Oh my God. <laughs> Jesus. Could have absolutely murdered yeah. him. Such a funny movie. It is funny. Mm. I'll probably get the Criterion at some point. Yeah. You've won me over with this one, Chris. Mm. Good. You it go. looks beautiful on the Criterion. Mm-hmm. You go. Very lovely looking movie, as yeah. are most of his movies. You know. Yeah. They all need Criterion releases. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do, do the new one. And Isle of Dogs. And yeah. Daddy only two. Yeah, those ones. <laughs> Get mm. them. I think I've got all of them now except Fantastic Mr. Fox. I've not got around to getting that criterion yet. He's got an important. It's a nice one. No, it's out in the UK now. <gasps> yeah, I've got it. I've just not got around to it. Yeah, I've got that one. That's really nice. Where did <laughs> really you nice need one. it? Lovely little box it's in as well. Mm. Yeah. It's cute. Cool. What are we writing now? Uh, mix. Mix? Mix. Yeah. yeah, fair enough. Mix? Yeah, oh, he says, tell that Mick. He made my list of, of things to do today. I was thinking of Mix, like cake box Mix. And I was like, what? Tell that Mickey just made my list of things to do today. Yeah. Oh, we're right now a Fallout Boy titles. <laughs> yeah, boy. Yeah, this is, like I said, this is one of my um, black comfort movies. It's one of my favourite Wes Anderson movies. Not quite. Um, I think um, Royal Tenenbaums and Grand Budapest are still above it. But this is a movie I just love even more every time I watch it. Never fails to pick me up. It's just such a funny movie. Uh, I give it 10 mix out of 10. Nice. Yeah, I think everybody's got a different favourite from Wes Anderson. He is that kind of director, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, really good stuff. It's no Darjeeling Limited, but it'll do. 8 mix out of 10. All Wes Anderson films are great. 8 mix out of 10. Sweet. Thanks, Heather from Ipswich. What? Record. Oh, yeah. We were talking about Heather from Ipswich. (laughs) (laughs) About the abhorrence of uh, the new sats for year six. Yeah. Apparently they're not going good, man. (laughs) Mad. Apparently they're not going good. Mad. God, we're not still in school. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Just, Just die. (laughs) <laughs> just, yeah. just die rather that they're crying in these tests man yeah so sad I'm glad I'm now working so that I have to deal with that shit 
Yep. We're all working. Yeah. I had to do a test at my job, but I aced it, and now I don't have to ever worry about it again. Jeez. Good for you, my man. Good if if you. my job asked me to do an exam, I'd, I'd quit. <laughs> I've had to do so many exams mm. for different jobs that I've had. And I love my job. But if they asked me to do a fucking test, I'd be out of there. I don't care what happened. Yeah. <laughs> there's no way. I've gotten past that trauma. I've done my time. I've done it. There's no, no nothing, nothing that could convince me to do another test. Those things are inhumane. Never do them again. We watched Camera Person from that 2016 yeah. by Kirsten Johnson. This was my recommendation. I got apparently an Oscar screener because that's the only <laughs> way to do it. That's the only way to watch it. I've got a DVD. It was definitely supposed to be for the Oscars. Yeah. Every so often uh, it would flash for your consideration on the screen. Yeah, and yeah. I kept saying, what the bloody The first time it came up, I was like, okay, this is interesting, like an interesting creative decision. <laughs> then the second time it came up, I was like, is this a screener? <laughs> what does she mean by this? Yeah. What is she doing? <laughs> I, 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 I didn't even know. I was like, oh, she's going for something a bit like abstract here. Yeah, I yeah. thought she was going for something like philosophical, like, you think about this, yeah. this, is, this is something for you consider to consider. It. <laughs> yeah, that's what consider he actually this. Yeah. I was like, wow. This is for it? your consideration. Mm. And Camera Person is just a series of videos strung together from Kirsten Johnson's time mm -hmm. in her life and career as a cinematographer. She was a cinematographer. She worked on a bunch of fucking movies. Uh, she's insane. Uh, and, uh, you know, it's it's mostly cut in between these. It's got a very uh, sans soleil type of vibe to it. Yeah. Where it's just like uh, this sort of meditative piece where she's going from like different places and different countries and sort of interviewing people and seeing what they're doing for like jobs or uh, mm. she interviews one woman who's like a midwife in uh, some place. <laughs> uh, <laughs> some place. Yeah, it was like a, not. Like, where, where did she go a lot? Uh, a lot of like Bosnia. Yeah, European places. Yeah, Bosnia. Yeah. A lot of Bosnia places and a lot of places in New York. Um, New York. Right, I assume she lived. I love the um, But yeah, this was um, one of those where you just sort of watch it. It's not really mm. got a plot. Um, but they're, they're, all these clips are sort of saying something. They're sort of all there to sort of mull over. There's a lot of brutality in it. There's yeah. a lot of talk about um, the the ethnic cleansing that happened in the Bosnian war mm. and that's heavily that is true. heavily touched upon um, so you, it's a quite heavy subject matter they're dealing with here uh, and it's all through her lens her, as a camera person well, it's called camera person I guess sort of when you think of like camera people it's like they're the vessel that you see these things through and they're trying to tell you a story um, whether it's told in a narrative form or something else um, but that is why I got heavy sensory vibes from it um, yeah it kind of reminded me of um that Glitterbug movie the Derek Jarman one because that mm -hmm. was also kind of like a collection of like things that he filmed that weren't used for any of his movies yeah and that's kind of what this is like a collection of things that she filmed like aside from the documentary she was working on that maybe didn't get used or that she thought mm -hmm. was interesting kind of put it aside but I definitely think this was put together in a much more meaningful way Whereas yeah. that, although it was a good movie and really interesting, it did kind of feel just like a like a collection of random things. Whereas mm -hmm. this, it actually feels like it's trying to say something. Everything that happens, it doesn't feel like she's just been like, oh, it's something I filmed, let's just chuck this in. It actually feels like it's got a purpose in what she's trying to say. Yeah, 
and Glitterbug had a more, it was like a posthumous release as well. Yeah. It's not really from Derek Charman, like really. It was stuff that he filmed, but it wasn't edited, I don't think, by him. No. This was like, mm. I don't know if she edited it, but it was definitely. I think she did. Yeah, well, there we go. Well, there we go. It's like wholly her movie. Um, and it is like, there are a few documentaries, documentary, um, that they use like, the documentarian as the, the prime character, I think. Um, where we are sort of viewing it from her own perspective. She, we see only what she films and how she wants it to be shown. Yeah. You have a lot of documentaries where, like, the guy who's made it or the person who's made it is, like, heavily in the movie, like, mm-hmm. interviewing people and like, narrating it and stuff. Like, um, she worked with Michael Moore. And, like, you see a couple clips that she filmed um, working on his film Fahrenheit 9-11. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's really interesting. They go through, like, a bunch of films that she yeah. worked on at the end and the end credits. So yeah, it's, like, all, like films that she was filming when she got bits from the movie mm-hmm. it just keeps going yeah you know service level thoughts I found it really interesting I really like this movie mm. um, maybe it meandered a bit where I was like oh, I don't know like, oh, it's not going for a central thing but maybe that was like something I kind of needed to bring it home in a sort of way that was like now this is like, this is what purpose it has um, yeah. it has like a lot of different things going on at once um, where I feel I probably have to watch it again at some point. I saw sort of what happened with Saint Soleil by Chris Marker. When I watched that, I was like, wow, I didn't fucking understand a single thing that was going on in that. Yeah, I think me and Darcy felt the same way. What, not understanding it? Yeah, but, yeah, I was like, what the fuck is this? Yeah, but that's why I watched that again directly after I'd seen it the first time. Oh, yeah, where they were like going around like Japan and. Yeah, yeah, stuff. yeah. Yeah, I mean, this movie made more sense to me but i think that's because it felt I think it's very, less abstract yeah it felt very yeah. slice of life-esque and yeah. I, I i actually yeah. at first i was kind of like oh i don't really know what to expect of this because it's just clips of like mm. people doing stuff but then i was like it's just clips of people doing yeah, stuff and i was like i love like, that kind of shit it's kind of like a memoir in a way like yeah kind of like loosely going through her experiences as a documentary mm. filmmaker i just thought it was cool that um I don't know, like, some, sometimes, like, oh, I'm such a freak. I was telling my dad about this not that long ago. He was like, oh, sometimes I do that. But, like, you ever, like, just sat, like, you, you know, you just, like, see people in the street or you, like, sit on a bus or something and you just wonder what other people's lives are like. And this movie, like, scratched that itch a little bit. It was like, ah, oh, what mm-hmm. are other people around the world doing at exactly the same time as you? And some of it's, like, really, really, like, uh, like, tense and stuff, like, with the midwife and the babies and stuff. And then mm. some of it's just like like the contrasting comparison. Like I'm laughing at this boxer who's like, oh my god, I should have won the match. And it's just like, this baby nearly fucking died. Like who gives yeah. a shit about your problems? I don't know. Yeah. I, 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 I enjoy my slice of yeah, life. Yeah, that baby scene like. was pretty fucked up. Oh my god. I, do, I, was, I was like, you know when you just don't breathe for a little while? And mm. then the second that kid breathed, I was like, braved? Yeah. Uh, I was like. Yeah. <laughs> for a second I thought you roamed us. Yeah. Oh man, imagine. But no. They should have shown this midwife who was just like fucking killing it, clearly. Oh Not yeah, killing, like in a literal yeah, no, sense, like, but like she was a yeah, really no, was good midwife. She, she knew yeah. exactly what she was doing. <laughs> she was I like, love seeing oh, stuff God. like that. It made me kind of jealous, honestly, watching all this stuff. I was it like, was so you cool, just fucking it? Lo- I, I, I kind of feel like this is like exactly what I would love to do, like go around the world and just like do yeah. shit and like interview oh, people and talk to different people. people. But then I ultimately think that I'm quite an introverted person. I don't know if I could pull that off really quite yeah, as well as she does. 
I'd love to be a documentary filmmaker, but I'd have the same issue. So I, I don't think I would have this issue. I think my issue would be like, how, like, you, it just isn't doable, is it? Mm-hmm. Well, not, in, well, not on the same scale that she's probably doing it. Like, I can't just go to Bosnia. Well, I and think you've got to build someone, yourself but... up. You know, mm. I don't think she started by going all around the world. No, but you know, what I mean, like, it's some, like, I, I think I could just go up to people and ask them about mm-hmm. their day, but. It's whether I would actually, um, I don't know whether I'd even find any like interesting content. Like, mm-hmm. I don't mind, um, like the idea of me going up to other people and filming them, but like, mm-hmm. I hate the idea of, you know, when you go out in the street and like you see people like doing TikToks or vlogging or whatever, I TikTok get, I get a secondhand like cringe because I'm like, I no. could never just no, sit in front yeah, of a yeah. camera <laughs> you and you like, see like those TikToks of like, or like the, like the memes on Twitter and shit of like, People going up to randomers on the street and asking them what song they're listening to and stuff like that. Yeah, no, no. that gives me like secondhand ick. I couldn't do that. No, that is, that's or if like cringe. someone like came up yeah. to me and asked me what song I was yeah. listening to, I think I'd just walk off. That's yeah, I think that's yeah, yeah. Like uh, it's not quite in the same vein, though, is it? No, like, I think could you like imagine if she had just... different context? Is like yeah. when we did media, did you do where like you had to go out onto the street and do vox pop? talk to the public yeah we never did any of that we just pretended we did it exactly we all went because we didn't have to like actually film anything we yeah. just like had to write down what we'd like ask people about so we just went down to the canteen downstairs mm-hmm. and just wrote what just random shit oh. and no one questioned it i mean <laughs> really highly regimented that course <laughs> yeah they <laughs> uh, really really got to us yeah. it really got to us but that is the kind of thing where i'm like mm-hmm. if i and like the mental, I would have to mentally prepare myself so much. And I think that's obviously what she's done. And like she's mm. prepared a bunch of questions and she's going around asking people um, loads of questions and doing these interviews, um, which I find really fascinating and interesting. Whenever anybody does something like that, I'm like, oh, this is so cool. Yeah, like, this is like, this mm. is like you're doing exactly what I would love to do. Like, <laughs> like could you if imagine? I had the, if I could. You know? Like, it's one thing to be able to, like, go up to someone and ask them, like, about their life or whatever. But then, what if they give you mm. a response that, just like, you, what, like, you don't know what to say? Like, um, like that, um, that poor kid who, um, was talking about how his brother got his, like, face blown off or whatever. Oh, yeah. And oh, yeah. she's just so sitting sad. there crying and she's like, I can't speak the language. So I can't even tell him, like, why I'm crying or whatever. And, and he's just like, it's okay. And he's, like, blind because obviously, mm-hmm. like, didn't it? Something went off in his eyes. I don't know. And um, I was just like, oh my god, could you imagine? Like, like obviously, like um, there's a degree of you could probably handle it, but it's like, imagine being so off guard, like just being like, oh yeah, my brother was like riding his bike, and then this like bomb went off, and it like blew off half his face, and you'd be like, okay, mm. I need a minute to process that whilst um, you're. It, it puts you in the perspective, you know. Oh, it was horrible, views, wasn't it? Sort of, you could only imagine, I suppose, mm. to see your own brother. With his face blown, that's got to completely destroy you. And it's yeah. just like it's it's so bizarre as well because it's it's like um what you guys were just talking about Roma, right? But at least Roma wasn't real. Like I'm looking mm. at these people, yeah. and this kid is literally talking about something that actually happened, and you're like, oh, Roma, wow. Roma was sort of real. <laughs> it was based on true events. Some of the thing what made that yeah, like you, so you, heartbreaking you know for I mean, me right? is like. He like acted like it was just this normal thing. Mm-hmm. Like she's like behind like, a camera crying, and he's just sat there like telling the story, just 
But he, did, just, he uh, did cry a little yeah, bit. Like, you would, wouldn't you? But it's still like it's not like he's saying it like it's this crazy thing that's happened mm. that was so like out of nowhere and so unexpected. I it's like it it's just on, something yeah, that like, happens. Circumstances of like your country as well. Like if you're in a war torn area, and then yeah, yeah. It, it it will be something that happens quite a lot. But I think also. I don't know how old he was actually, but maybe he'd obviously never really get used to it. But I think sometimes, you know, it gets to a certain amount of like years or whatever it's happened. And you kind of, you are able to tell it in a way that's kind of like, um, not as Mm. raw as that makes sense. Is raw the word I'm looking for? Like, you know what I mean? Like time has passed. So you can talk about it in a more like lucid kind of way rather than being like hysterical when you talk about it. Things like that that make you like kind of realize when you're watching it that, all your problems are like nothing in comparison that is to why, some of the people in when this. that boxer bit happened, I was pissing myself. I was like, what a yeah. windy little baby. And you got like that scene where she's interviewing the woman, I think in Bosnia or somewhere like that. And she like is talking about like sexual violence or something. And she's like, no, it didn't happen. Oh, what? And they're like, blink twice. That was horrible. Yeah. That was actually insane. He's like acting like nothing like that ever happens in there where they live and that everything's all mm. happy and hunky dory. Where in yeah. reality is a lot, a lot of shit going on, but she's like probably too afraid to say anything about it. Yeah, yeah, a big part of it was um uh to do with I don't know if I should say trigger warning. I'll just say trigger warning for rape. I mean, we should, I was gonna say we've so, yeah, spoken trigger, a lot about trigger warning that we for rape because <laughs> we might talk about it a bit. Um, but a big part of it was about going to these different locations in Bosnia where like this ethnic cleansing had happened they'd like corralled a bunch of people into like halls and stuff like that or different buildings mm. and they had executed some mass rapes yeah. in these buildings and you could only see they're not showing you what happened but they're showing you the buildings that they happened in some people they interview who sort of talk about it a bit clearly they don't really want to go into yeah, too much anyone detail wants to talk with it. about that right because it's oh god it's so it's such a harsh tone to the movie as well yeah <laughs> especially in like the latter half i think where it like really goes into it and like when you go from these different places where they uh put on these mass rapes you're like oh okay this is sort of the crux of what this movie is trying to go for now mm. where it's not making you feel nice at all <laughs> but um that's the whole point of it um but it's it's such it's got such strong emotions in, in it. And I love mm. movies like that where it's, you know, you don't have to make me feel really nice to have, you know, a good experience with a movie. You just need to make me feel something strong. And this, this definitely did. It's, it's, it's horrible stuff they're going through. Yeah, yeah and it's, it's mad as well because it's, like you said, that we're not even we're not even going into the buildings. When we're just outside, we're mm. literally just it's just empty buildings. Just some saying what happened. There. Yeah, like I, I guess it's because it's one of those things where it's like leaving it to the imagination is probably mm-hmm. just as worse as showing it. I suppose. Every time a caption showed up saying like this is the building where this happened, you're like, oh Jesus fuck. Oh Christ. yeah, or like uh, ones where she like goes to the square where people just walk in. And it's like sixty million people die in mm. this square, and I'm like, oh my god, what the hell. But I found that it's going to sound really yeah. fucked up. But I found that really interesting for some reason because it's it is, like yeah. it, it <laughs> is it's kind of fucked up. But it, it, it's mm. kind of interesting knowing that like we're well, not knowing, but when you when you see like these places, they've all had like a history. I mean, history that you don't ever fucking want in your in mm. your buildings or your context or whatever. But it's just like shit. Things like that actually happened. Yeah. Like actually 
really happened. And I, do you know what? I didn't even know anything about um, the Bosnian Bosnian War. Didn't no, know anything about no. it until this movie, and I learned way too much. And in that, in that sense, it's like a very important movie to watch, I think. I'd never really heard about this movie before, so I, I, I mm. even forget how I heard about yeah. it. I've the skinniest movie ever made. The skinniest movie. <laughs> For anyone who doesn't yeah. understand what I'm talking about. But it feels very, <laughs> it obviously feels very strange to like yeah. watch it or with, in like a nice cozy flat and you know, it's on a big screen TV. It, it did feel very We're privileged, there with I'm our not going to lie. Like, sweets and Tesco meal deals. <laughs> We're like, like oh, isn't this so it? terrible? Yeah. Um, I get it. You know, I think um, your movie... coming at it from a place of privilege. Yeah. Yeah, 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 I think your movie sucks as a huge fan of it, so it might have been in one of his like year end lists or something. Maybe I don't think I watched those though. Yeah, I, I, I'm not gonna lie. It, I did feel really guilty afterwards. Like, oh look, like we, I'm just eating this. Like, mm. I don't even know. I was eating like a sweet or something. I was well, like, are you oh, right? Let's watch God. the donkey movie. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> nothing. No, no, no. <laughs> I felt very mm. unsettled for the rest of the day. I like that interview she uh, she took with the uh, like the military guy who'd come back from a war. Um, who was saying that he was going to get arrested if he didn't go back to war. Oh, what says, a hero! Um, what a political hero! He says, "I will not go back there to kill poor people who have done nothing to us." Yeah, and he was a rifleman that she interviewed in Washington. Yeah, I like. He was it. basically saying, uh, "If I refuse to go back to war, I might go to jail." Mm. Um, war in quotation marks. Yeah. Is there a war? That, and that's a big point of contention, I think. In Mm. Uh, modern days, like these these armies, if you want to call them mm. that, uh, they go off to war in different countries. No one, where I was it's actually, say, no one just, can um, see you, Max. <laughs> He's doing you know, I'm quotations. Saying, I'm saying it in, in a strange sort of way, so you yeah. understand where the quotation marks would be. <laughs> but yeah, I think a lot of a lot of it is like mm. these people go off to these different countries and basically just abuse the native people there, and mm. you know it's not really they're not really fighting a war; they're just sort of pissing them out and killing. Them. They don't deserve it, um, but that's why I have such a so it's a sort of weird sort of rage, like war and all that. It's very anti-war. Yeah, I, d- I just yeah. think I just there's a lot of it. There's meaningless in it. Yeah, it. there's no point to it. Like, like I assume, like I don't know. May- maybe there are or were some wars that were probably like at some point maybe worth fighting for in terms of like protecting the people or whatever but yeah now it's just gotten to the point where it's like what we like like if someone took me to like i don't know iraq or something right mm. now and said what is this war about and i'd be like i have no idea yeah. all of the wars Why? that happen now are done in private unless mm. it's being done against or by somebody who we already don't like like yeah Russia. yeah like nobody what? like like putin so that's what we know about the no. Ukraine-Russian war. Right? Yeah, no, yeah, because... But yeah. if America goes to war, they go yeah. to war in like, the Middle East and kill a bunch of poor people. What is Nobody that? hears yeah. about what happens there and they have to take over silence. Yeah, that is true. They don't go true. to jail for telling people what they've done. Yeah, there's a lot of wars in the world that we probably don't, don't know, know about. about. Yeah. Everyone's too fixated on the, on the Russian war, which, to be honest, mm. is... The, it's actually Putin's war. It's not Russian's war because Russia didn't want it. That's a lot of the time. Part. All it is is the yeah. the leaders' war. Two leaders don't like it's... each other, so they send their men against each other. Yeah, it's a legacy cock block, um, circle jerk, even where yeah. they're just trying to get each other off. It's embarrassing, actually. Mm. We all know the main war is the one you televise. True, yeah. true. Always been that true, one. True. The one that will one day be made into a movie mm-hmm. or a Call of Duty game. Starring Chris Pratt. I'm betting Call of Duty game yeah. starring Chris Pratt. 
he's in everything. I for could no see reason. that happening. They had yeah. um, Kevin Spacey in a game once, so they'll, they'll really get Kevin Spacey again. They will, yeah. like in Glorious Bastards, where they like that guy was in the war and he made a movie about him being in the war. <laughs> exactly what's going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> I think we should make a movie about the um, that guy, the anti-war guy. <clears throat> I like him. But him, yeah, he's yeah. probably what, in jail Max? now. What? Max said he was anti-war. Right? No, not him. The no, not me. the one who went to war. Uh, <laughs> I don't make a movie about me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we can make a movie about what Max. What a terrible movie that would be. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Max, what the do you whole think thing about is war? Just you Bad. sat there watching a movie. <laughs> 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 no, it'll be us and our running commentary of uh, Saving Private Ryan. <laughs> there we go. Get the greatest the movie ever that. made. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, that was a one-time event that only me and Max got to enjoy because I don't know where Chris was at that point in time. Watching it at home, I think. Yeah, you didn't <laughs> want to come over. Nah. Mate, me and Max had the best time because we were hating That's it. how it be sometimes. <laughs> I had a good time. I didn't even hate it, I'll be, I'll, be got, I'll be truthful, but I got more enjoyment out of watching Max yeah. hate it more than... I think we're getting set. a bit sidetracked. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. Um, Camera person movie. is a weird kind of yeah. movie, I think. I so yeah, it gets like, you thinking, innit? <laughs> it's yeah, it does. And it's one of those that I don't think you get to make unless you've been doing some shit or like you've been in the business for a long time. Yeah, you, you have know? to collect a lot of There's data. There's no to get there, one right? who could do this as like a debut in terms of like their first foray into cinema. She was a camera yeah, person. That's why it's called camera not. person. Yeah. She's a cinematographer. Yeah. You um, just so she's got a lot of footage of stuff places she's been and people she's talked to. But there's no I find it difficult to think about anyone who's gone out and done quite what this is without having the experience behind them like years and years of experience yeah, yeah, like yeah. like with chris marker and sans soleil like he's he's clearly been about yeah an established uh say cinematographer yeah yeah i was gonna say like videographer or whatever but it's the same sort of thing um established sure. camera person yeah i felt, I felt like I, yeah. was, I was gonna go somewhere and then i was like brain mm. completely shut off from the <laughs> i like the uh bomb. She like sits in on a talk, I think, with some guy talking about death or like corpses, I think. And he said, um, when you see death, there is nothing to do but voyeurism. I was like, wow, that was, that was raw. <laughs> that was a raw line. Yeah. You think of that all by yourself? But that's so true because, you know, when someone dies, there's nothing like left to do at that point because they're dead. So it, yeah. everything that we do after that is for our own gain and benefit. You know, you could say rules respect the dead that's mm. you know fair enough but he, they, he's making a point where it's like they they gain nothing from this there's no benefit for them because oh dead. it's all f- so all okay. it's all there's nothing to do mm. but voyeurism yeah. mm-hmm. just looking at something for the pleasure of looking at it i mean i i guess so but then i mean in most cases when someone dies after a funeral or whatever what becomes of it anyway because you don't really there's nothing else, yeah there's nothing else to do mm. so is that the end of it? Like, or is there like other things that I'm not thinking about? I don't know. Maybe watch it again. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe, maybe. And I would watch it again. I really enjoyed it. It was quite, I think it's- there, there were points where like, I did think, is this over now? Like every clip that yeah. would go to black, mm. I was like, is it finished? And it was like, no, not quite. Yeah. That's what I was going to talk about. Um, I actually thought the worst part of this movie was um, when she's like filming her mum. Oh yeah, I forgot that about was, that. Oh, that no, that I only so just sad. remembered that when Max was talking about like she's been doing it for a long time and established, and I was like, "Wait, she's been taking videos of her mum for a really long time." And I was like, 
oh no, her mom. And then I was like, no. And yeah, now my heart hurts again because it was right. When, when it comes to things of like, and it sounds really messed up, right? But I don't ever expect to get like my face blown off or like um, become a prisoner of war or any of that kind of stuff. But I could really oh, yeah. imagine getting something like Alzheimer's. I could. Mm-hmm. And that fucking freaks me out yeah. so much. The film's like like watching real people. Ugh, I can't. Oh, my God. Yeah. It makes That's me why feel... you watch something like The Father. I won't, I won't watch issue, it. I will not watch not it. Real, I will not, so it's okay. I will not. I will not watch it. I will not. Oh, it just mm. it fucks with me because it's like that is something I could really imagine having. And like, um, um, obviously, you know, with my spicy memory issues i actually am more prone to getting yeah. it when i'm older anyway and i'm like i don't even want to there is no goddamn way. oh no yeah. no 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 a no, lot no, of no, sad no. stuff with her mum yeah that was awful oh. awful i do like the the part uh where she was like talking to her in a changing room or what, something her? yeah she was brushing her hair that was quite that sweet was nice. actually i quite like that yeah. as a tribute mm. i thought that was quite nice sweet relationship yeah going on yeah i think i think it's quite a nice um like a little humbling experience but i mean in the in the sense of like i was thinking about this when um when it was happening that i was like oh i wonder why like i don't film things more like take more photos and stuff because i'm like there's gonna be one day where i'm actually like not gonna have any of this anymore and i'm like gonna have to just look like i don't have anything to look back on like my friend um i'm not gonna get into the grizzly details of this but um when I was in high school, one of our schoolmates died, and since then, one of my other mates went onto like this uh, new uh, new path of like videoing things more and like taking more photos, making more memories and stuff. Because she was like, "Well, one day yeah. we're, we're, it's it's not going to be here." And I thought, "Oh my god!" Like, and I know it's so it's it's been like a good six or seven years, right? And I'm like, "Why have I only also just realised that I should probably like document more of?" my life and the people around me i just don't mm. i don't know why i just i just don't want to make people uncomfortable so i don't just get out my camera yeah, and start filming yeah. shit all the time but i do <laughs> yeah i know I that's that why I'll, I'll come to max and be like do you have that like vi- i don't know that video yeah, of chris falling handy, down the it? stairs yeah. or something i'm like oh you have it, it so does come in handy yeah yeah a lot of the time we're hanging mm. out and you'll just randomly send a video in the group chat that i didn't even know you were filming oh yeah i'll, I'll just mm. save it most of the time i know when max is filming because he like it's almost like he pretends that he's not doing it, and I'm like, I can see. Do you want Maybe I'm just like <laughs> really eyes. unobservant because I never yeah. notice, and I just like mm. yeah. get a notification of like this conversation I was having with someone else. <laughs> <laughs> or you'll get a video mm. of like something I shot like three years ago. Yeah. Like, what? When the fuck did you shoot that? I know, and th- yeah, these are the things that I kind of wish that I um, had done, but more in the more in a sense you of still like. Can. I mean, I know I can now, but like it's too late for the other things. But I'm like, oh man, like I don't know. It it, it just kind of brings mm. me back to that sort of point where I'm like, oh shit, actually, I should document stuff more because yeah, you that's all know. that's going to be left, right? You always want like an event yeah. for it, like oh, we're leading up to this event where I'm going to take a lunch of, bunch of videos. Mm. Um, so then when you're in planned, the event, right? you're like, I'm having so much fun at the event. Yeah, I've yeah. forgotten to take a bunch of videos. I guess I'll have to remember them. Um, but I I kind of yeah. worry about. Like, take, I mean, we're not talking about the movie, but it's sort of it's connected, you know? Yeah. But I do worry about, like, taking all these videos and photos, but, like, where am I going to put them in 10 years' time? Are they still going to be there? If they're yeah. all, like, on the cloud or whatever. What if we get <laughs> the cloud fucking shuts down. <laughs> EMP'd? What if we get Blade Runner 2049 and yeah. they all get erased? 
what like what do I do? Like, do I put them on like a bunch of hard drives? Something I don't know. I think then maybe I yeah, carry I think a bunch of hard drives around with me everywhere I go. No, just be in your home, I guess. Yeah, when I, when I move home, they'll be like, oh, yeah. this, is, this is where my bunch of hard drives go with different miscellaneous videos of, I don't know. Because there are some w- weird videos I've got. Just like, <laughs> I was just thinking of the weird shit. <laughs> yeah, you'll put the hard drive away and like forget about it. And like 30 years later, you'll find it and just mm. sit there. Yeah, but there that's one thing that I loved growing up was raiding my parents' wardrobe because they used to have like a big box of just um they're not Polaroids, what the other one called, like disposable photos, you know? Yeah. yeah. Those. And I used to just go through them like crazy because I used to just love looking at them and being like, oh look at that when he was like 30. Oh, we used to have a gold chain. Darcy ripped it off when she mm. was four. Ha ha ha. Like that kind of thing. And I'll go back and be like, look at me standing under a palm tree in Ibiza. And it's like, I don't know. Yeah. I just it's I just love having the, like that kind of thing to um, physicality of it yeah. is a good thing and, as well and the thing is it doesn't even have to be physical I just love the idea of being able to go back to it and being like oh my god that was mm. a thing but these movies endure you know mm. so why not everything else to a, to a certain yeah. extent yeah you know this movie I think is probably going to go down it's fairly new 2016 yeah, yeah. but I think it's going to be one of those Classic ones, I feel. What you get found like, one day, maybe. Well, I like, say found. Yeah, I don't know. I don't it's know where you like, probably to find always it. have like an underground following, but yeah. sign me up, Bobby. I'm one of those. Yeah, mm. one of those to follow this movie. <laughs> to be fair, going on Letterbox, it has like quite a lot of people have seen it from mm-hmm. there. Yeah, I was surprised I've never heard of it. Yeah, I've heard no. of um, Kirsten Johnson's um, other movies that Dick Johnson is dead. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I've heard good things about that. So I'll definitely have that to check one that was out. On Netflix, wasn't it? Yeah, I say mm. that because I have seen, but um, I just liked when Max brought out this. Like, I'm telling you guys, it was the skinniest little DVD cover, man. It was like mm. literally, I didn't even know it was even in there. He was like, "Oh yeah, uh-huh. yeah." You wouldn't know. So you weren't looking having for trouble it. trying yeah. to find it. It's like um, if you ever collected the uh, <laughs> the Daily Mail back in the day, and they give you the free CD. Yeah, you know, I used the to love that cardboard. Shit. It was like that. <laughs> Used to get some great CDs in there. Mate, I've got a picture of Domino somewhere, my old rabbit. And he, like, used to, like, um, because they made a card, he used to take them out and, like, eat them. Mm. <laughs> but I've got loads of, like, photos of stuff like that. Yeah, it's not particularly bold. You couldn't pick it out, I don't think. No, I, <laughs> I didn't even know it was in there, to be honest. Like, I, I was literally staring in the area that you had picked it out from, and I was like, oh, <laughs> I didn't even see it. Oh, shit, what about that guy who was, like, they, they go to, like, this court or whatever? And there was a guy in Texas yeah. oh, the guy who, got who was telling them death. about a man who was tortured and had his flesh torn off yeah. in, like, a car. Um, do you know what? That's... Oh, man. I, I'm going to sound like an actual fucking psycho in a second, but I find stuff like that so deeply interesting. <clears throat> I think a lot and of people feel, do. The thing is, I feel so bad about it because, in a way, I shouldn't find it interesting because I'm like, this man should never have had to have, like, have died, right? He's, he, he got dragged on the back of a truck for like well, six that's why blocks those or something. Netflix docu-series do yeah. so well. Yeah, like... People love it. And yeah, yeah we all have like a morbid curiosity yeah. for that kind of shit. I, I just think that what, what I found really... Um, it's another one of those things that's like, it's kind of harrowing in a way because it's like, I know like, I can watch a documentary about it and it's based on like real things, but this is like actual footage of this man like actually like talking in the moment about mm-hmm. like... He had the folder in his hand, but you can yeah. you can kind they of see like bits of it. But they you, show yeah, the, they don't the show gruesome it. detail of it. But one you of the, can one see of the parts of points it. was when mm. they got out that massive that chain. long chain that had to be held by three people mm. that he was basically tied to, 
it was like, oh my god, you just have to infer it, and it's like yeah. so like upsetting. To and watch. it was like the rustiest looking chain, and I was like, that looks like something you would get like tetanus mm, from. Like yeah. it looked absolutely disgusting, and I was like, oh my yeah. god. So much of this movie is like watching the worst things in that humanity people do mm. to other humans. It's, yeah. Oh god, it's just. Do you know what? That it's is, so upsetting to <laughs> that watch. That is legit. Like, it. That is and legit. And it really makes you empathise with like so many of these people whose yeah. life experiences are so far beyond yours, and then they live mm. a million miles away. You could never even think about going through what they went yeah, through. And, yeah, and it's and it's. They don't even want to think about what they went yeah, through. Yeah, and it's ah, oh, it's just it, that's just the weird like the weird thing about me finding it interesting is just because it like these are real people and these are like real stories of things that have happened. And it's like these these things are so fucked up, and you never want these to happen to anybody. But like at the same time, it's just you kind of get um like entranced in it almost. Mm. You're like, oh, I want to hear the next bit, but you're like, you don't want to hear the next bit. I don't know. Maybe oh, maybe I'm just fucked up. I don't know. <laughs> I'm gonna stop talking before I get outed out as some sort of like sociopath or something. Yeah. But I don't know. It was it was just in it was just interesting. I don't know. You know. Really, it also saw a movie about her because Johnson. I think mm. it is because it is her movie, but it is also about sort of her well, own yeah. experiences with what she thinks about things. And I like that she's not just behind the camera as like a conscientious objector. Yeah, she's talking to these people. You hear her talk to people and interview people. I like hearing her talk about how to frame a shot. I'm like, oh, is this mm. going to be good? We've got to get it from like a bunch of different angles and like how talking about how she's going to interview people. I find all that really interesting. I. I thought it was really, really sad, but also kind of like endearing when she was talking to that um, lady at the abortion clinic. Ah, yeah, yeah. And I, I, do you know what? That actually made me so upset. Yeah, that did. Like, but like, it was like really nice to just like, because when you're on the other side of it, um, you know, when you watch things like, um, I know it's not quite the same, but you know, you watch things like Louis Verrou and stuff. He he is very much a he doesn't really say much like personally he he will like ask questions but he doesn't really get involved but this woman's like crying because she thinks she's a terrible person for like going to this clinic or whatever and she's like no how dare you say that like you're not a bad person and I'm like you sitting on the other side going yeah 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 like because you agree mm. with her right because you're like you know shit happens like <laughs> you know like it's whatever because she's like putting herself like so down about the fact that like. I, like, like it, it, it's it's kind of like an ethical morality kind of thing, isn't it? It's like, sure, you're going to feel bad, but you're doing what's best for you and this kid that yeah. doesn't actually mm. exi- like doesn't exist. No, that sounds horrible. Um, we get it. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, yeah. it's like, I don't know. Like, if you're on the other side of it, you just want to be. I don't know. I just kind of wanted to hug her in a way. It was. It was kind of. It, it's it's hard to explain because, like, obviously, I've never been in a situation like that, but like. As as someone who probably could uh, carry children, you don't you you never want to be put into a situation like that. So it's kind of like oh, I don't know. Like I just felt so horrible for her because mm-hmm. like there are going to be people that are going to be like, oh, why would you ever do that? Like God God gave you this, or you know what I mean? Like why squander human life or all this kind of shit? But I don't know. I d- I just like the fact that she did get involved and she was like, no, mm-hmm. it's it's fine because you know people are people like. Yeah, it feels weird even talking about the movie yeah. in and of itself. But like, we're putting on our fucking critic hats and be like, "Oh, this movie was this, this." But at the same yeah. time, it's like, look at what you're being shown 
It's like, yeah. who fucking cares? <laughs> like, in the grand scheme of things. Oh, yeah. Like, it's like, oh, God. I the, almost don't want to give it a rating. Yeah. So, no, this is, this is it. I don't... There's I, so much raw, real shit happening Yeah, like, I don't think... If I, I, I don't... I only rated it purely based because, like, I, I've always had this rule, right? If I'm not watching a film for the podcast, I don't rate it most of the time because don't, don't shit. To. You know, I don't yeah. want to. And I kind of didn't want to rate this either because I was like, oh, this is like, I'm quote unquote rating the stories of real people and I thought oh which one's more interesting the guy who got murdered or well, you know the kid who lost his brother or do you know what I mean like, I just thought oh this is fucked I just don't want to I guess yeah. I think more about how it's cut together well uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay well, there's me talking that felt really. a bit more real yeah. than that one I don't know <laughs> to be fair we've not really like this discussion we've not really like Critiqued the movie. We no, no, just no. I was just talking about, about things that happen. Happens and like that's like evolved <laughs> so into different stuff. conversations, yeah. which I think is like some of the most like kind of what makes films like this so interesting is that yeah. it can create these conversations. Yeah, no, like, I'm not really trying to criticize it. I just no, think no, no, it's no. like an interesting piece. Yeah, that's why I like doing these sort of like kind of documentaries. Now I really on the don't want to write sometimes. it because I kind yeah. of want to stick to my guns now. More documentaries. It is, yeah, yeah it no, is I good love to talk about documentary every so often. I really yeah, do. we've only done a couple so far. Mm-hmm. Like three, maybe? More. Yeah, I think more we should documentaries. have more. Yeah, I'll bear that in mind for the next three, four. <laughs> when I thought EO yeah. was a documentary. Yeah, well, we'll get on to that. <laughs> like, we'll get on to that. Are we going to rate this one? I don't want to now. I'm sticking to my guns. I'm not going to. If you guys want to, you can. Uh, but I don't want to One final to thing. I like when she was um, interviewing. <laughs> well, she was basically, she was just talking to this a uh, guy who was in the military mm-hmm. uh, on the side of the road and then he uh, he's got like loads of watermelon and they're like he was like do you want some watermelon she's like yeah i'd love some watermelon and then he's like his guys come out his troops come along and they pick him up in the car and he gets to get into the car oh, and he yeah. shouts to her uh, eat the watermelon it's all yours now that was, oh like, i just remembered what so you're talking about i was like what the hell are you talking about and then i just had this like image of watermelon <laughs> in like a like, what, like a wheelbarrow or something? Mm, no, no, no. It was just like on a cloth on the side of the road. Oh, I don't... I, don't, <laughs> I think I imagined yeah. this watermelon bit, man, because I don't even know. Oh, well, the part where they fucking... <laughs> she, they, uh, she gets driven to that uh, prison for Al-Qaeda supporters. Yeah. Oh, God. And they just Wait, sort of like what? film the outside of it. Just like, yeah, I just wanted to film that. We didn't... They didn't know if they were like going to get told off for it. But that was oh, already interesting. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. is that the Guantanamo the, oh. Bay? No, it was another the, part. The, the, the part she goes to Guantanamo yeah. Bay. It was like, oh man, you think you're going to see some fuck shit? But obviously, they're not going to let her in to show to film a bunch of stuff. Still, it looks like there. really fucked up. I don't know if I've ever yeah. seen like a picture or anything of it. I didn't know. No, it's it one of those like places that. that like. What did I say? They just like if she was like filming the tents and they were like, yeah. don't get too many tents in the shot. Oh yeah, you can only have three tents. You can only in have three shot. tents in the shot. I was like, "What the hell?" Yeah, that was, that was quite a like a like a weird one. I thought, okay, mm-hmm. like why let her film it in the first place? Just you know, <laughs> the giggles, <laughs> the inference. Yeah. Mm. Rating then. Let's rate it. Yeah. Out of camera people. No. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> Out of watermelons. Okay. What? <laughs> Everything else is too sad. Yeah. yeah, no, that's that's Yeah, you can't you can't write out what anything I... else. Uh, Bosnia, no thanks, I'm not gonna do that. <laughs> um 
Yeah, I guess I'd give it like a, a 7 out of 10. I didn't like have a really great time with it. <laughs> um, well, no one well, did. Newsflash. Obviously, Nobody intentionally, did. but there were a few bits where I felt it dragged a little bit, which I think brought it down for me. A few bits I didn't that really have much interest in. Right. Don't know why I said watermelons, if you weren't going to say it. Watermelons. Okay. Uh, <laughs> it's really good. I like it a lot. I'd watch it again. I love documentaries like this. Um, that are just like a slice of life from different people's perspectives. Not in that kind of way, but it's like there's a lot going on. Yeah. And it has no concrete narrative, but I do enjoy those kinds of things. Uh, and I, I think it's cut together pretty well. It doesn't outstay its welcome overly long, but it's, I was at a point towards the end where I was like, when is this going to end? Um, and it's just super interesting. Uh, and I hope it rewards a second watch. I'll give it nice eight. Eight watermelons out of ten. Um, um, see, now I feel like I shouldn't rate it, to be honest. Um, from, an, ob- from an objectively only filmmaking standpoint, I'm going to give it eight watermelons out of ten. Cool, but really no rating. Yeah. Yeah, if I had the We're choice, really it, would, it, no yeah, it, it, wouldn't be, it wouldn't be rated at all because no, it's just no fair, thanks. is it? Cool. Sorry, now I'm just, I'm just staring at the Wikipedia entry for my movie, which I thought, guys, was a documentary. No, no, no. No, no idea why. I think it's because when I saw it in the Oscars, I know, I, know it sounds, I know it sounds dumb, right? When I saw it in the Oscars, I thought the category was Best International Documentary. So, oh. like, I legit thought it was a documentary, and obviously I'm now looking at it. I say now looking at it when we were watching it, I went, I thought this was a documentary yeah. and it was like the fucking donkey in, in the circus and I was like, okay, this is clearly not. <laughs> and you were like, I didn't know Bardo was a documentary. <laughs> <laughs> what won that? Um, all Quiet. That was a weird documentary. <laughs> don't know how but, they got those shots. I don't know how it looks so clean. Yeah, fucking but, um, Edward Burger's a genius, clearly. Yeah, I, um, I learned very I'm amazed very he's still alive. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> After filming that, scene by scene. But, um, Pretty distasteful to put all that music in it. <laughs> <laughs> but my not doc- Fucking weird Batman-esque <laughs> music. But, okay, my non-documentary movie, um, EO from 2022. Um... I'm, do you know what? I'm going to be completely honest. I'm not going to say this director's name because I think I'm going to butcher it so badly. Do and it. I don't think I you can. You have to. I don't it's think, respectful. I don't think I can. You have to. Do it. Hold on. If, oh, that's not very helpful to me at all. I thought Wikipedia was going to give me like a phonetic. I think it's... Go on. Jersey... Yes. Golomowski? I think. I'd say Jersey yeah. Skolomowski. Okay, yeah. I, I thought I was going yeah, to fuck Jersey. Okay, I thought I was going to fuck that up. Well, I did, but I think it looks worse. more complicated than it is this name. Oh, yeah, you is. know what I'm like. If if oh, because I get nervous yeah, talking uh, every single week. I have to talk about movies, right? But the second it's my turn to talk about the movie, I start freezing up because I don't want to fuck up the names. I don't want to ruin it. But here I really I am. wish people cared enough about my name to worry if they got it wrong or not. But I don't think they do. No, yeah, some of your closest mates can't even pronounce your last name. I was at the name. hospital the other day, and it's like the the confidence with which they shouted out my name in what, completely, completely wrong <laughs> was quite quite astounding. I, I had to correct them. <laughs> First of all, 
But don't say it with that much gusto. Yeah, you, you're you not right. Confidently yeah. incorrect is is the word. Um, but um, yes, uh, made by that lovely man, Jersey. I like the name, by the way. Um, and apparently, it's based on another movie from 1966. But anyway, it follows the life of a donkey. Yep. That that's pretty much it, really. It follows the life of a donkey who's been freed from a Polish circus, and then goes on to do many a thing. Until we, until we see the end of the movie. He's walking around, he's having a time. Yeah, there's the, the thing is, yeah, there's not a lot for me to say without basically ruining it because it basically is one of those movies where it's like, Donkey does A, B, C, D, E, film ends. You know? yeah. <laughs> like, there's not a lot for me to say. It is a strange backstory for Shrek's beloved companion. <laughs> <laughs> EO, played by six donkeys, by the way. Or Jenny. What? Jenny? Jenny from um, Banshees. Yeah. What do you mean, or Jenny? Be her. She's a donkey. I don't think it's her. Jenny? Came back to life. They took her from Ireland. <laughs> they oh. shipped her oh, to Jenny. Poland. Oh, <laughs> Jenny. They were like, you're going to Poland because they need another donkey for EO. Was, was she at the Oscars? What, Jenny? There yeah. was a donkey there. there. Was a donkey it probably there. wasn't Jenny. No, that's, I was just wondering whether there was a donkey there or I made that that's up in my it. own head. Yeah, one of the worst parts about the Oscars. Oh, what? Having uh, the donkey? Yeah, let's there. put a donkey in here. Though. Wouldn't that be fucking hilarious? Animal hey, here's abuse, a movie baby. we're not going to give any awards to. Hey, hey, hey. In it, not even like an award for like the cutest donkey. Yeah. Because there was like. Cutest donkey. At least one donkey. <laughs> there'd be like two nominations. Yeah. Actually, there'd be I'm six. Surprised there's even one. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. Yeah, it's good. It was okay. Yeah. Pretty um, decent. But it was quite interesting. Yeah. Um, yeah, I thought to it was all point. right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. To a yeah. point, it's quite interesting. Yeah. But it is, what, an hour and 40 or something? No, it's and it's not even an hour and a half. Like it's 88 80, minutes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Even then. Feels like an hour 40. It kind of does, to like be honest. Yeah. Just, you know, because um, the donkey doesn't talk. Um, and I, yeah. <laughs> How much better or worse would the movie be if it was like space... But is it Space Buddy or whatever? Like what? the well, like the Air Bud movie. Air Bud, that's it. That were like you turn to the horse and they'd be like, "Oh my god, man, god, this barn is so shit." <laughs> that would have been the greatest plot twist <laughs> ever. Yeah. If like right at the end, well, he just speaks when when EO is like going through with the cows, just like for fuck's sake. <laughs> Do, see, I refuse to believe what is being believed yeah i walked home and chris was like oh i really didn't like it when eo dies at the <laughs> end and i said no he what? doesn't I he doesn't die i refuse me i refuse to he believe was just taking a stroll <laughs> <laughs> i refuse through to a, believe through a maze of um <laughs> it looks re- remarkably like a slaughterhouse but you know yeah. they don't say it <laughs> What EO gave it in that away? scene was how I felt walking to Becky Hill of Victoria. <laughs> so you did get stunned with a gun at the end of it. I felt like it. <laughs> you are the animal activist worst nightmare. Yeah. Oh my god, vegan alert. Becky, <laughs> Becky, Becky Hill, Hill was my EO. <laughs> <laughs> what oh god, Jesus. Man, the, the people of EO weep. You know you're going to watch this donkey go through unimaginable levels of <laughs> just horror that a donkey should never be subjected to. 
Yeah. Um, Christian of B subjected to Becky. Much in yeah. the way that we had to brave Causeway. <laughs> that was the Becky Hill performance of Victoria Festival. Uh, EO goes through some similar tribulations. Very similar, yeah. But, you know, because EO didn't talk, I didn't really care about him. That's not to say, not like. True. I cared about him. Yeah, I cared about him. No, <laughs> he was cute. <laughs> yeah, whatever. He was played by six donkeys. Well, exactly. And every time you swapped out the donkey, I was like, oh, there's another donkey I've got to invest in. That is true. Some of them didn't. But obviously not. Yeah. There's no, like, it just. It's. Just make it talk, man. I don't know. <laughs> just do something. <laughs> I do it's think like, it's very repetitive. It is it very is, repetitive. The film is basically just like this loop of yeah. like EO going to a new owner, something <laughs> shit happening seconds. to that owner, and then EO going to a new owner. That is, that is literally the whole the, the football <laughs> hooligans that he runs into on that pitch who like take him into a party, <laughs> his owners. <laughs> <laughs> that bit was actually the most interesting. Oh, look, there's a bit. donkey here! Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> they take him into this like what like rec room? Yeah, in, like the middle of nowhere. Oh, like the after. <laughs> the fucking, that was one of the funniest parts of the movie. <laughs> was when the, the the rival team come to beat up the uh, the, the the team that won and celebrated so much and they got into a car and as they were driving off, they see EO in the field. And they were like. There's that donkey, <laughs> and they get out, and they were like, kill it, and they, and they start beating it up. I was like, that's so funny. That's so fucking funny. That's what they say. There's the donkey. Let's fuck it up. That yeah, was that, so good. That probably was the most interesting part, even though I was like, could you imagine actually being a person that sees a donkey on the road and goes, do you know what? Fuck that donkey. Like, what the hell? Like, it seemed like You're such the a... reason we lost. <laughs> such a weird... Great. And that guy who, like, she gets towed by a, a fire engine who just, like, leaves her tied to a post and then that guy comes around and I guess he was, like, a football supporter and he was like, what if I set you free? And he unties her. Oh, uh, yeah. And ties him. And uh, he's like, anarchy rules! I liked him. He like, was what? fine. <laughs> I liked him. Oh, my God. Everyone that? on the pod, that is Kai. Kai! Yeah, there we go. New guest coming along. Hello. Whoa, this right. is the most people we've had on the podcast in ages. <laughs> yeah, there we go. He's much a He's silent here. partner these days. <laughs> He's here. How's it going? He says not too bad. Well? I'm, I'm, try, I'm trying to <laughs> translate for just talking about EO. Yeah, yeah. The donkey movie. You seen the donkey movie? You, you should. It's... We're going to ruin it's the donkey It's something movie, there. It's something, well, I don't know if you can ruin it. Yeah, that's Yeah, true. we've said all the spoilers already. Yeah. yeah. Well, spoilers for like... Spoilers for what? Like, he walks around a bit. Yeah. <laughs> he does. He walks around a lot. And I'm surprised he's not tired. Like Isabel Hubert shows up at one point. Yeah, what the fuck? With the Countess. Yeah. What the uh, hell was that? Was she That was his, mad. Was she that was like the weirdest bit. Or like his I lover or know. what? I was so confused by... I, I think it's like... You're meant to think it's his mum, and then like it's a twist that like yeah, that actually lovers, and then nothing ever came of it either. It just ended. That no, was like a that's how I feel about this whole movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah <it's a> <laughs> literally <laughs> like that. It's pretty Very well made, but nothing comes of it. Yeah, yeah. symbolic. It doesn't really have any arc. It just no. kind of like just repeats, and then like suddenly you just have the end. Yeah, like yeah. where yeah, like there was no like third at low point, yeah. right? 
Berta? Yeah. Yeah, when he got beaten up. Yeah, there is. When he gets beaten the shit out. That's a low point if there ever was one. When they say, how's that donkey? Let's fuck it up. That was pretty low. Oh my God. And then he's like in that like um, animal hospital and there's that janitor that's like talking about putting out of his misery. Do you know what I was just thinking about? Um, you know, there's uh, we were talking about that um, that person who goes on that box and talks about the vegan trigger warnings. Mm. I was just thinking, right, when the guy is in his this. van and he's with that woman and he's like, I have Polish cheese. Yeah. Want some Polish cheese? Yeah, you do. And he's like, I've eaten 50 million kilograms of meat. Yeah. She loved that movie. Did she? Yeah. Fair she, enough. But her vegan alert is like... Her massive. vegan alert Extensive. is massive. See, Kai's yeah. laughing because yeah. he's like, I know the vegan lady and I love her. <laughs> he doesn't Reference to salami is one of them. Yeah, yeah. I like the one where it's like Ronky crying. See, I only looked it. I only looked it up because those were uh, there were those um, animals in the cages that kind of look like fennex, and I was yeah, like, yeah. is that a fennex? And I was trying to look it up because I thought if anyone's going to know, it's going to be the vegan was, lady. Yeah, it was right? a weird one. And it just says animal shot, and I went brilliant. <laughs> yeah. No, no context. They were just animals. Yeah. Yeah. If there was anything that was like that's yeah. just an animal, it was them. Yeah, it, it was those all like fennec them, was, box sort of dog looking creatures yeah they literally I'm pretty sure do you know what if I looked up a fennec now I reckon that's exactly what it would be I don't think it's that it was too long do you think or it was too weird it looked like the cre- it looked like a weird creature yeah I think you like, might be right it looked like that guy from Never Ending Story it, that he rides through this, the air yeah this kind of, it kind of looks yeah. like some weird bush baby type creature doesn't it yeah that's a fennec fox yeah so it's no it definitely isn't this no it wasn't that but it looks similar do you like when EO <laughs> Like kick that guy in the face and like basically <laughs> killed him. And yeah, then that it was, was like great. you're free, fe- I foxes. That. But obviously they're not free because he can't like. That's where I wanted him to what? talk May- as well. Maybe that's gonna <laughs> be like that's it. Get out of here. Maybe that's gonna be my thing is to try and find out what animal is in. This You'll movie. never know. Maybe they weren't even real. Oh, it actually says he kills foxes. Okay. So yeah, they well, were that foxes. Was a bit anticlimactic. <laughs> yeah, I know. Sorry. I refuse to believe those are foxes. Oh, they're not. Come Apparently on. they were. Apparently. No. Fox dogs. Fox dogs. We'll accept that. Okay, fox dog works for me. You like all the camels? Oh, yeah. Have a bit of camels. Camels? Yeah. Just show up, I guess. I guess they got camels in Poland. <laughs> <laughs> that was strange. <laughs> of all the places, all you wouldn't camels. expect to find a camel. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> Dude, dude. Every time they like shoot, like he was in a metal field, like a metal scrapyard. I would, this is awful. I would hate to be there. I would not wish it upon yeah. my my worst donkey. I love how I never go to a metal scrapyard. IMDb and it's like follows a donkey with melancholic eyes. He does, but all <laughs> donkeys do. look depressed. To be fair, they do. I'll be honest. Yeah, and they play to that strength with <laughs> with gusto, with yeah. a real panache. Panache, I like that. Is there really actually that much to say about this movie? No, that's no, why like, I'm has like, nothing going on. I'm just... <laughs> it's just the same thing for an hour and a half. Yeah, less, it less is, than. to be honest. But for all intents and purposes, pretty well made. Yeah, it's pretty entertaining. Yeah, that is true. There's no... And it has some funny moments. Yeah. <laughs> I'll give yeah, it to the movie. It has and some funny fucking donkey. scenes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, pretty cute. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. There's a, re- a user review who's written, 
You follow EO. Pronounce it so that it sounds like a donkey. EO. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. What a great review. <laughs> 16 people. Yeah. Mm. But of all the places that it, it could have ended, I was never like, oh, this is where it'll end. The ending threw me for such a loop. I was like, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> just like so sure. out of nowhere. Oh, but I feel like that... It's just like walking with a bunch of cows. Yeah, like was that was supposed to... Was that like the only way it could have ended though? Like, oh, you see what mm. happens? We don't treat the donkeys right. We don't treat Come on with his like, yeah, like text at the end. Like, we love donkeys. Donkeys are awesome. <laughs> Animal abuse is wrong. That's why we <laughs> made this film. I was like, you can't put that at the end of your movie and be like, yeah, this was actually awesome. You can't yeah, do that. that. that yeah. is true. And yeah, it's like no animals were harmed in the making of this. Tell that no, to Vegan not. Alert. She wasn't no. having none of it. <laughs> Tell that to Vegan Alert. <laughs> they are on it like nobody else is. Do you know what would be like a really amazing um, sort of like curveball is if, um, if Vegan Lady just... a bunch of donkeys oh. in this. <laughs> 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 they were like, they, we got to the end of this movie all about this donkey. We're just, we're just clearly like, Clearly no. the filmmakers love so much. You, you can just tell they love real. this donkey, all these donkeys that they're working with and they love animals. It's all about that. But like, <laughs> if, if, if that notification at the end didn't come up, like, no animals were harmed. During, if it just came up with like, a lot of animals were harmed during the making of this movie. You'd be like, Jeez. what the hell? <laughs> this was nominated Jeez. for an Oscar? Yeah. Those bastards. Yeah. Well, oh, I love that shot where like it goes, it, it suddenly, sometimes it'll go to like, it'll turn red for some reason. I don't yeah. know why oh, yeah, it very, red. Very dramatic. Like, every you know. so often it'll turn red. But there was a shot, it was like an aerial drone shot that like went through just like trees and then it like, it was all red and it went through these trees and we were like, whoa, what the fuck? Why is this happening in this movie about a donkey? And then it like goes on to like a wind turbine. It like follows the wind turbine around. It like twists around like three hundred and sixty degree uh, motion. And you're like, whoa, what the fuck? That was insane. And then it never happens again. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing like that ever happens again. Like, what? Why did that happen then? It was like it's such a good shot. Yeah. Like, why? Why did you do that? Fair enough. Like, whatever. <laughs> I enjoyed <laughs> it. <laughs> I'm not gonna say. Woo. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. I just don't know why a lot of it had to be in red. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe, don't know. maybe it's just symbolic in it. Yeah. Oh, red for the war-torn innocence yeah. of, the donkey of donkey kind. The color of the donkey. That's what happens when yeah. you spill the blood of a donkey. Yeah, <laughs> and a lot of other things. Mm, true. You'd really think that, like, when that guy found uh, EO, and they like, he was like, "I'm taking you now." They go into the van. They go to Isabelle Huber. <laughs> <laughs> they go to Isabelle Huber. You were like, were you not like, ah, oh, you know what? He's really going to make a go of it now. He's got grass. It looked all so nice. Yeah, that's true. And he still decides to leave. That was something. Because I guess the insinuation was that when they cut to a, like a memory, I guess, in a flashback yeah. of this woman who was working with EO at the circus who really loved him. I guess the insinuation was they were trying to make us feel like the donkey wanted to go back to her. Oh, yeah, yeah like the, the, oh, yeah, I felt like it was a little bit, um, it was trying to like uh, gaslight me a little bit because they were like adding in yeah. crying noises why, of like, the donkey. Yeah, that's why, like, yeah. it was in like this lovely, lovely place. It was all like light, grass everywhere. Then, like, it does this flashback to like her being like, I love you, EO. You're my favorite donkey. <laughs> and then he like walks out of the, out of the place. Like goes on his way. I was like, <laughs> what do you mean? Like, that's not what he was thinking. Did it, you made him do that? 
yeah, this is literally just manipulation. No, we're not working with a documentary here, but it's like that's so that's so stupid. <laughs> what the hell? Of all the shit that he went through, he's like, now I'm yeah. in this lovely place. All the grass I could eat. Fuck this place. I kind of miss the circus. I miss the circus life. <laughs> the circus life is the only life for me. I am mm. a circus donkey at heart. Oh, fuck off. I like these really like um almost GCSE uh worthy like interpretations of the film because I just typed in EO film red. <laughs> and oh, it's please. like director hopes the antagonist will inspire something, something. And it's like yeah, antagonist. Yeah. The, what antagonist? The, the the donkey, I guess. He's the antagonist. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> <laughs> he was his own worst enemy at the end of the day. That's it. Is it? <laughs> Took oh, him away from Isabella Vera and all that nice grass. I'm so stupid. What? <laughs> you read it wrong. Of course, I read it wrong. That's insane. Anyway, <laughs> maybe you need to do the English. <laughs> maybe. No, I was just laughing at the bit where it's like the yellow represents jealousy and the reds is for danger. I'm like, well, come yellow. on. <laughs> Apparently, what? there's yeah. That's what it says. It's like the yellow. What yellow? Part of this film. The yellow part of this film. <laughs> well, I'm sorry. What does that mean? Oh, so now I've got to go back and find the bit where I said it. And, yeah, and, and, yeah, it just again. says yellow symbolises jealousy, a dominant yellow. theme. Red represents danger, but I can't I'm find sorry, even, it even in the article. With, without the context of this movie. Since when did yellow represent <laughs> jealousy? Hold on, I need to try and, and find it in this article. what could a donkey be jealous of? <laughs> I need to find it. I can't. Jealousy is not a human. I can't find the colour yellow in the in the article itself now. But I'm gonna try and find it so I can see what it means. If you yeah, can yeah, show okay, me okay, a single okay. shot in this movie where yellow is a okay, predominant feature, I found it. Feature. I found it. It's a quote, and it's like, "I'm a painter, and in previous films, I've experimented with colours." Like Jane Asher's yellow raincoat in Deep End. Yellow symbolises jealousy, a dominant theme in the film. Is it? Oh, is talking about something other than Who said EO? this? No, the director said this. Yeah, that director. sounds like it's about Deep Red rather than this. Are you sure he's talking about EO? Yeah. Are you sure? It says EO talks about the film's donkey protagonist to inspire more respect for human and human, not human rights, animal rights. Yeah, I think he did the opposite of human rights. <laughs> <laughs> kind of. Yeah, he's. It, yeah, this is, I don't know about these guys. I don't. I. I don't understand this fucking article at all. That is so funny. <laughs> well, I don't know what he was on about. No. This is. This is completely <laughs> recontextualised this movie for me. <laughs> I was just also thinking, like, was there any other like? What? Do I, what am I supposed to think about this I movie? I don't know. Now? I don't know. Yellow about... is a predominant theme in this movie. Something about yellow. No, it's supposed to be about animal rights. I don't know what yellow's about. He okay. was just talking about the color yellow and red. What the hell? Because he d- uses red in this movie. I think he's just talking about his other color themes that he uses as well. Jersey, what the hell, man? <laughs> Something's got lost in translation here. <laughs> I think it's whoever. Wrote there the was not as much really yellow badly. in this movie as you think there was. <laughs> when I think about this movie, I think about the, like the red. The, r- I, the bold I like, red stuff. That's I also like the fact that there's people on Reddit going, the did, red. did EO die? Reddit. Or did he Reddit? Reddit. Yeah. Reddit. Exactly. Yeah, the place. And everyone's like, it's red. Did he die? And it's like, clearly he died. <laughs> what do you mean, clearly he died? So, <laughs> yeah, there's the contention about whether he actually died. And it was like, the ending was not at all ambigu- um, ambiguous. EO was slaughtered like the rest. <laughs> 
<laughs> oh, that's great. Written by someone called Screw Will Never Die. <laughs> Thanks, Screw Will Never Die. <laughs> Jeez. Written four months ago. <laughs> Can you oh read that God. again? I want to hear it again. So, Screw Will Never Die wrote four months ago. Yeah, the ending was not all ambiguous. EO was slaughtered like all the rest. They just didn't <laughs> want to show violence against animals on screen. <laughs> but, <laughs> that, I mean, that's obviously not true because we see him get <laughs> kick the shit out of. <laughs> so, you know, that. sorry, screw will never die, but you got that one wrong. Uh, it seems I'm like actually, everyone's getting everything I'm wrong actually, about this movie. If 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 Chris is, uh, do you know what? I might screenshot this so I can send it over because it was so good. Oh, I won't remember to do that. No, I just want it for our reference. I want you all to see beautiful screw whatever dies comment. Christ alive! <laughs> I'll use the screenshot of that comment instead of the poster. Yeah. Oh, it's so yeah, yeah. funny. Do we have anything else to add no. to EO? Oh, I'm sorry. No. no, I'm just chatting shit now. <laughs> well, what are you going to rate this one out of then? Uh, Fennex. I was going to rate it out of Anarchy Rule, but okay. Fennec it is. We didn't even know that there were Fennex. We did, I don't even Yeah, think but we were. discussed it. That's why I'm picking yeah. it. Okay. Um, yeah, that's <laughs> quite enough. <laughs> that sums it up. <laughs> yeah, it's quite an oh interesting God, movie. Oh, um, plot. I enjoyed it. it. Drags a little bit, considering it's like eighty something minutes. It's not a good thing. To be um, precise, I've also like forgotten a lot of this movie. Like discussing it now, I like remembered it, mm. but I've not like thought about this at all since it finished. No, um, me neither. Yeah, it's a good movie. I give it um, seven Phoenix out of ten. <laughs> I forgot my own rating system. Then. Sorry, I can't. I actually can't stop reading that comic. Yeah, all of the above, everything that we've said. That's why. That that's why. Um, <laughs> seven Phoenix out of ten. Watch it. Fuck it. Just what? It's it's a good movie. <laughs> it's, a, it's a fucking weird one. Now that I'm thinking about it a bit more. To quote my favourite comment, EO was slaughtered like all the rest. Six Phoenix out of ten. <laughs> I can't stop. Yikes. We did it. I thought you'd come out of this one being like, Donkey movie was amazing. I love Donkey. Yeah, same. Um, I, I do love Donkeys, but I didn't love this movie. Mm. Didn't tell. love EO. No. Mm-mm-mm. Don't you don't you dare, because he never I loved died. EO he never died. And cause... his six split personalities. Because <laughs> they, t- they didn't want to show violence against animals. <laughs> not true. That's not true. Why is that comment so good? They, they, they did want to show it. That's the whole point of the movie. Was to sh- like, yeah, this this happened. Cool. So that's that. Oh. Uh, we ended on that note, and I guess uh, you take from that what you will. We will be back in two weeks' time. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Uh, for episode one hundred and twenty-two, we're gonna spin. We're gonna do what we do it at the end of every episode. We're gonna spin a wheel. Is gonna tell us what bullshit we're gonna have to stagger our way through for the next one. Uh, what do we got? Uh, Robert Bresson movies. Who's that? I don't what know. Do we... Wait, did we do a director one recently? Robert Bresson. Who is he a director? Kai's nodding. Yes, he's a he's a right, director. Kai, come and educate us, please. Look, look yeah, at me staring it. at me like he's very good. Very he's good. Very good. Ten out of ten. Good. We'll do that. He even did the little then. um finger thingy. <laughs> 
Oh, I've actually really wanted to get into it. Awesome. Never heard of him. We're going to pick three Robert Bresson movies. Uh, Look in the description to see what those are, I guess. Um, And we'll see you in two weeks' time. Social media, go and follow those. YouTube, the Sunday Movie (laughs) Marathon. Please subscribe, please. Uh, Instagram is at Sunday Movie Pod. Twitter is at Sunday Movie Pod. Facebook is at Sunday Movie Marathon. Letterboxd is at Sunday MM. Capital S, capital MM. That really needs more of an uptake. You guys are sleeping on the letterbox and I don't mm. like it. Yeah. Uh, any last words? Uh, yeah, watch Rye Lane. I wanted to do yeah, a that thing a bit, but I completely forgot. Ah, shit. You want to do a little thing on Rye Lane? No. Uh, nah, we'll do it next episode. No, we won't. We've got, we got to attend to the... We'll do it at the end of the year on the year-end special. Fuck me. Yeah, just wait out. Yeah, there, go yeah. watch it. It's a really cute... Mm. Look after, your, look after your Fenix, everybody. Yeah. Debut from a British director as well. Don't Love beat up donkeys. That. Go watch the British equivalent of was... Before Sunset so for many. losers um, in a heartwarming kind of way. Thanks. What, Rylane? Yeah, Rylane. No. It was like Before Sunset, but for losers. Yeah. Oh, well. If they were just complete weirdo losers. Oh, I liked it. Yeah, I loved it. I don't know why I slammed that. See you next time. <laughs> Bye, Phoenix.